You catch my girl legs open, better smash that. Don't be surprised if she asks where the cash at. Let's talk about what they don't want you to talk about. On the Don Coleon Show, Rock Talk Radio, Monday through Sunday, 12 noon, Eastern Standard Time, or JoyDeGuys.com. For the record, this was published in like Just as nine reason is the Ethiopian in his right mind, nine knowledge is the Ethiopian in his and her right guidance. So just as nine reason is the Ethiopian, oh shit, just as nine reason is the Ethiopian in his and her right mind, Nine knowledge is the Ethiopian in his and her right guidance. There it is. So if you got nine reason, you in your right mind. Because nine knowledge is your right guidance. You'll be guided rightly. That's incredible, right? Mm-mm-mm-mm. 24. You ready? This is for all you motherfuckers who read a lot, Reader's Digest, who goes to lectures, seminars, and all that bullshit, who click on YouTubes and all that shit. Listen closely. Never accept a speaker's or writer's information until you know his definitions of the key words he or she uses. This takes us back to the origin. Us as scientists like to go to the origins of words people use. For then and only then do you know what he or she actually had in mind when the person spoke or wrote, that's what you got to go to the mind. So then you will know it ain't what the fuck a nigga is saying. It's the origin of the words. And then you'll know what the motherfucker had in mind before he opened his mouth or wrote the goddamn book. Yes, King. Uh, uh, Malachi is a York book. If he pulls up a word, he gives you a whole root meaning from as far as back. He as takes us to the origin, absolutely. So when, it, like when, like you know, I, like I said, I have a dictionary, and it gives me a word, either bold, etc. Does he use like certain letters, like font, like either call quotation and say this, and then this is the root word, but yada yada yada, that type. Uh, well, yeah, root words and the origin of a word. Yeah. Take the word dictionary. If you do the root word for dictionary, I think the root word is diction. Is it? Yeah. Style of speaking or writing. Right. Okay. That's diction. So when they're calling it a dictionary and you're looking up words, they just tricked your ass and have you thinking that's the meaning. If it's a dictionary, it's all that is is a book with composed of a writing style. That does not give you the actual meaning of the word. Because, for one, the English language just got here. 
So that was taken from other languages. So you have to go to the origin or find out the true meaning of the word. Then you will know what he or she actually had in mind when the person spoke or wrote. Then, see, they call it a dictionary, like Webster's Dictionary. They ain't that, but remember, fucking Webster. And then, um, what they call that shit? Definition? How you spell that shit? Yeah, definition. Yes, this goes to the same thing with the um, etymology and them so-called psychopedias and all that shit. Type of words breaking out from where Absolutely, and the root word for definition is what? Define? Yeah, define. You know what define is, right? I sure Somebody give us the meaning for define. To act of making definite, distinct, or clear. That's the trick right there. That's the trick right there, trying to make it uh-huh. seem like it's a definite meaning. Yeah, and it's an act not. of making definite. Right. Not infinite, but definite. <laughs> exactly. See? It's a big That's difference. that trick. Wait, mm-hmm. that, that. And, of course, they say definition is an explanation of the meaning of a word, phrase, etc. A statement that defines a word, phrase. Defines. See, the word defines is still in that motherfucker. Basically, it's a circle within a circle within a circle. (laughs) It's, it's, It's a definitionary. <laughs> you can't be, you can't break a word down using the same goddamn word. Exactly. Anyway. All right. And then niggas be asking for the meaning, and you look up the word word for meaning is mean. Are you really getting what you think you're getting when you're asking for the meaning? English. All right, let's move on. Always demand clear definition for all power and keywords and phrases in any information on liberation or any other vital issue. For this is the only way there is ever a true meeting of the minds between the speaker and listener or writer and reader. And a true meeting of the minds is necessary to help you determine and conclude whether a speech or writing is right or wrong, true or false. Takes you right back to reasoning. Always demand clear definitions for all power and keywords and phrases and any information on liberation or any other vital issue. Motherfuckers just be using them fucking words and they ain't got no glossary in the back of their little books they write. I like how he uses the word keywords because those are like actionary words that like spark shit in people. Mm-hmm. So he like, you have to be clear on the keywords that people are speaking to you because they're made to get reactions. Mm-hmm. That's strong, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Let these booklets be your guide on definitions. Anybody want to say anything? Father, you want to say anything? Anybody? 
before we go into non liberation D? No, I'm clear. You make Do you want to add nothing? No. I'm hungry. <laughs> I ain't even four days. Twenty five. Non liberation D. Of course, non-liberation is Ethiopian liberation, the liberation of people with woolly hair. Liberation for a person, persons, or race is mental and physical separation from adverse forces. Liberation, y'all, for a person, for a person, that could just be you or persons. It could be you and your children, motherfucker. Or race, be all of us. Liberation is mental and physical separation from adverse forces. Freedom for people or race is having the privilege and power to make its own laws. Hence, Freedom can come only to those people who achieve liberation from captivity. The Ethiopian race is not only physically captive to mankind, but also captive to his cultures and inventions. And this means woolly-haired people are mental captives to adverse forces as well as physical. Mental captivity is the worst kind of captivity. Ain't that the fucking truth? Because it means that the captive is mentally dependent on the captor. Mankind is all peoples with straight hair by nature. Who the fuck want to be mentally fucking dependent? And the mind is the most powerful fucking thing. Liberation. 26. We Ethiopian scientists know that the mental person controls the physical person, meaning the mind of a person controls his or her activities. Therefore, if the mind is ignorant, the activities of that person would be the works of ignorance. Homosexuality. Bungee jumping, fake ass titties, all this extra shit. Just this day activities do. You're right on that. You know they some ignorant ass motherfuckers. On the other hand though, if the mind is knowledgeable, the activities of the person who possesses it would be sensible. Unfortunately, however, we have in our race, as in all races, persons who are unintelligent by nature. And there is little or nothing can be done for these people, but let them destroy themselves together with the adverse forces. We have in our race, as in all races, persons who are unintelligent by nature. And there is little or nothing can be done for these people, but let them destroy themselves together with the adverse forces. 
leave them with the other unintelligent motherfuckers. You, first of all, if you intelligent and that motherfucking nigga is unintelligent, that is your enemy. Let them be. What do you say? There is little or nothing can be done for these people, but let them destroy themselves together with the adverse forces. That should be the end of the nine ball right there, yo, like for real. That should just be the fucking end. That should just be the end of it. Like for real, like who wants to who wants? That's the end. That's the end. That should be the end of that. Everybody now should look at their life, find out who the fuck is unintelligent, and if you claim to be intelligent, why is you hanging around unintelligent motherfuckers? <laughs> Just we gonna stop right there and let everybody clean out their closets. <laughs> we should not go no further. That's quite simple, right? So we're going to stop at 26, and we're going to come back next year, 365 days later, and see. (laughs) (laughs) On a Thursday, the last last Thursday in October, and see, did you try to do anything to help this unintelligent motherfucker in your life? Or did you finally realize that there's nothing that can be done for this motherfucker? So you let them destroy themselves with other unintelligent motherfuckers with the adverse forces. <laughs> right, Firelinus? <laughs> no They're more not time. intelligent by nature. Ain't nothing you can do, boo. No no more pickets, no more protests, no more signs saying uh, hands up. That's the shit. And who come up with this dumb shit? I would have walked out and said, oh, y'all need to get shot. <sighs> yeah, let them destroy themselves together with the adverse forces. That is so crystal clear, but it is so hard. For people to see, it's so crystal clear, but it will people will not see it. Very true. Mental captivity is the worst kind of captivity because it means that the captive is mentally dependent on the captor. Mentally dependent. Damn. The fuck is that? Let's get mm-hmm. let's move on to the mentally dead. He just hit us with that shit, right? Mm-hmm. We have in our race, as in all races, persons who are unintelligent by nature. And there is little or nothing can be done for these people, but let them destroy themselves together with the adverse forces. Now we go into the mentally dead. God Almighty. You are either born with intelligence or not. That's significant. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah, that's by nature. That's inherited. By by nature. Mm -hmm. That's strong, ain't it? 
Yeah. And the enemy of an intelligent person is what? Ignorant. 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 An intelligent-minded person's foe is ignorance. That is their enemy. Any motherfucking body that's straight up fucking ignorant, you know to get the fuck away from them motherfuckers. They have no fucking intellect. And there is little or nothing can be done for these motherfuckers. But let them destroy themselves together with the adverse forces. Ain't no need to even try to get back in bed with an, a fucking ignorant motherfucker. You intelligent. Wouldn't you want to be with an intelligent motherfucker? Built strong. Yeah, yeah, King. You see what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's why you think I got so many different baby daddies. I found out they was ignorant. Give a fuck. Got time to go. But your children are intelligent. Huh? Your children are intelligent. That's because of me. That's because it was passed down in that fucking gene. I could have fucked a damn dog and had warrior Sananda Adonai and fucking Tierra. Literally. Let a dog just, a German shepherd nut in me. My babies would have still had that intelligence. Yeah. The power of the woman. Nah, ain't no power to know. It's the power of nature choosing who's had it and who doesn't. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Opposites do attract, though. Ain't that a bitch? Intelligent motherfuckers always find themselves coupled up with an ignorant motherfucker. <laughs> it just never fucking. It don't give a fuck. You ain't got to be in a relationship with them. You just, you just, you just. It's just always be one ignorant motherfucker in the company of intelligence. That's back to your op- uh, opposites attract. Yep, I know it. Shit. Maybe like I told brother. you, brothers, man, when bitches be saying they looking for an intellectual brother, you need to run the other way. Because <laughs> you know that bitch ignorant as fuck. Will <laughs> <laughs> do, Miss Nicole If that bitch talking about she looking for a brother with some intellect, then you know she ain't she ain't got it. If she looking for it in you, she ain't got it in herself. Say what? Bye. (laughs) 27. The mentally dead Ethiopian is a slave, listen, to fun, folly, foolishness, and ignorance. That's the mentally dead Negro. Is a slave to fun, folly, foolishness, and ignorance. Foolishness and ignorance. He and she are slaves to excessive sex activities, meaning having more sex than is necessary for natural balance between the physical and mental. Any Ethiopian who is a captive to religion, okay, any Ethiopian, any Negro who is a captive to religion is not in his or her right mind. Because religion is a product of mankind for mankind's ultimate aims. 
Ethiopians are captives to strong drinks, narcotics, and all other vices forced upon us through ignorance and oppression. Woolly-haired people are slaves to alien culture. That is, we wear other races' names, claim other races' religions, histories, and other identities. We can never be liberated as long as we do this because there is no such thing as physical liberation before mental liberation. For mental captivity keeps us in physical thraldom. Anybody want to say anything? Anybody want to add? Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me rewind that shit back real quick. Wait a minute. 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 Wait a part of that. Any Ethiopian who is a captive to religion is not in his or her right mind because religion is a product of mankind for mankind's ultimate aims. There, Don. Let's stop there. Mankind's ultimate aims. What is mankind's ultimate aim? And what is ultimate aim? That's the question. What you say, Firelinus? I said, let's define what is mankind's ultimate aim. What is his ultimate aim? It said religion is a product of mankind for mankind's ultimate aims. To control, to keep a nigga captive. The mentally dead. Mentally. For your destruction. For your destruction. For the unintelligent destruction. Yes, for the unintelligent destruction. That's his ultimate aim. Yeah, even Obama said that shit at that little UN shit. That nigga said, what? What Obama (laughs) said? These people use so little of their fucking minds. They might as well give us over control of the rest of the little mind they got and give that shit over to a small power sovereignty. Yeah, I heard that one. That's right. That's why why they give you fun, folly, foolishness, and ignorance. Ignorance. (laughs) Because that's what leads to your destruction. Destruction, which leads to chaos, which they want. Fun, folly, foolishness, and ignorance. Damn. Hey, y'all, hold on a sec. Hey, you know, funny thing, Fireline, when I, when I saw that little brief speech, and I think said, damn, y'all niggas really dumb. He just told you right there, say you're dumb, and say you should just might as well turn everything to some a stronger sovereign. He said the feeble mind. Feeble yeah. mind, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me open up some mics real quick. I apologize. The call line seven six zero. Your mic is open. Give us a mic check. Mic check. I was just answering what uh, Fire said about the uh, in my mind of what the ultimate aim is. Their ultimate aim is the subjugation of the Ethiopian. They have they have the capacity to distinguish between the unintelligent and the awake. Say that again, please. 
the six feet that haven't the haven't the ability to distinguish between Ethiopians. To them, all Ethiopians are the ignorant, blind, whatever, whatever, whatever. They don't make the distinction, or they are not don't have the capacity to make the distinction. So their aim is to subjugate and destroy all Ethiopians, not knowing that it's beyond their uh, capability to do so. I don't agree with that. I, I think they very much know how to distinguish. They know who is in the in unintelligent category. Yeah. They know who they can fuck with and who they can't. And they will pass on that information to others that this is not one of that group. They they distinguish very well. They categorize very well and quickly. Yeah, that's why some dogs bark at certain people, and that same dog is not going to bark at other people. They can tell. They got their little senses. Remember, we talked about that, Don. They they can size you up in a matter of seconds. Yep. Sure can. From one, just one question, how you doing? Yep. Just asking you just one question, how are you? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because they, they use their thinking senses on that where they're thinking about what you wear, what you look like. They're thinking about how you're acting. They categorize like that. Ask a lot of questions. That's how they roll. They ask them, what's this? You know what I'm saying? What's the thing? All this stuff, you know. Everything just to, you know, know where you're at. So it's like, I can't fuck with this person. They call you sir. Yeah, they call you sir. They say, how old is your kid or your boy? <laughs> they be testing niggas on, on word games and shit. Uh-huh. How, how old is your boy? You have to say, you, my son. My son? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they say shit like, how the hell are you? You have to say, how the hell are you, motherfucker? <laughs> Yo, man, these motherfuckers funny as fuck, though. Yeah, all right, let's yeah. Go. let's go on, Don, because I, I want to get to the next next step. All right, twenty-eight in the United States of America, Caucasian people, ghost people, called white people, are the number one alien and adverse force to Ethiopians. And second in line is the ignorance of all sorts, which they force upon the Ethiopians. Take it back. Second in line. Wait a minute now. In the United States of America, Caucasian people, ghost people, you call them white people, are the number one alien and adverse force to Ethiopians. And second in line is the ignorance of all sorts which they force upon the Ethiopians. Third in line of adverse forces uh, are those people of other races, and some in our own race, who are dedicated to help maintain and perpetuate Caucasian culture 
and way of life in Ethiopian communities. If a person does not have genuinely kinky hair, kingy hair, by nature, he or she is not a member of the Ethiopian race and is an alien plant, an alien seed in our communities. The Caucasian uses the adverse forces in our communities to lead or mislead us to deeper stagnation and suppression. These adverse forces show up as alien politicians, alien preachers, alien educators, etc., etc. Those who are not Ethiopian in our communities are alien forces who are helping to destroy our race through misogynation with our beautiful Ethiopian females. Hmm. You want to say anything to that? Yeah, let me give you an example. My daughter is working for an organization at, at the college where they have children teenagers in a, I'll say, uh, institution because they deem these children as being um, not juvenile delinquent, but they they have troubled family lives, okay? Their fathers uh, tried to rape them, their mothers are on drugs, and no family member wants to take them. So they're wards of the state. Every person who is in this facility who is an authority figure is white. Mm -hmm. All of the children are black. And so the, the children are being indoctrinated by these white people who do not understand their culture. They don't understand their family situation. They don't understand any of the reasons why these kids are there. And so they're looking at them like they're all case studies. And everything that occurs there no matter how detrimental it is, they just blow it off. Two of the students two weeks ago left the facility, went out, stole the car, had a, a police chase where the police literally drove them into a bridge and both of them died. So on Monday, when my daughter gets back to the, to the facility, the um, the white authority figures instructed them not to explain how the kids died, just to say that they had a car accident and died. Mm-hmm. So this this is an alien, adverse situation because there is no empathy for these kids. So you just tell them, oh, they died in a car accident, instead of telling them what exactly happened, and then watching them, them express their, you know, their distraught, their crying because they were friends with these kids. So 
this is what I see him saying, alien politicians, alien preachers, alien educators, etc. When you put yourself, when you're in a situation where the people who are supposed to be taking care of you, and that's in quotes, have no identification with you, the way as captors, using Dr. York's terms, our captives, we're captives, our captors are in charge of the captors, and it, it is always going to be keeping them in a state of flux. So they they perpetuate the ignorance level. Mm-hmm. Now, it, I'm not saying that if it was black people in authority figures, it would be any different. But you mm-hmm. you have to you have to understand that simply the fact that these people are are six ether, they will never be able to identify with these children. Nope. Yep. I said all the time. Boy, come on in and give us a mic check, babe. Barn, can we get a mic check from you? Your mic is open. Mic check, Dom. Hey, sweetheart, what you got? Um, I'm just listening right now. Um I just uh just listening right now. It's very profound that um it's still going to uh the hair. And like Lion said, um, you know, the soul, the sun is what kinks it up. And you're right, it's no way they're gonna be able to identify with the souls and the sons of men. And you know, it's no way they can. So I'm just I'm just soaking it in. You know, that was a good add on fire. She missing the hair? Well, no, she said that the the uh men or the people, the six ether beings will never identify with the children on the level that they are on. And that's because they can't see their soul. Or, you know, they can't identify. How can a soul is being Identify with a soul. All right. On a level, you know, on a certain level, you know, you just can't. All right. Five lines, you want to take it from, you want to, uh, where we stopped off at? We are 29. You want to go? You want, you want to read this part? Sure. Thank you. Okay, 29. We cannot rule out poverty and disease as adverse forces. And these also are products of alien enemies and their polluted atmosphere. Neither Caucasian politics, Caucasian religion, nor alien education is the solution to our racial, social, and world problem. Culture and creativeness are the solution. And the intelligent among us will not allow those Ethiopians among us who are working knowingly and unknowingly for the preservation of mankind's civilization to tell us anything different. Ethiopian independence of thought 
and independence of action are our own way out of prison. The real solutions to our racial, social, and world problems and the road to creativeness and independence is nine reason, nine knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, working together with our cycle and season by nature. Wow. Wait, let's uh let me check on the three one oh caller. Three one oh two six one, come on in, you on the nine ball. Can we get a mic check? Three one oh two six one. Go on once. Three one oh two six one. All right. Let's keep it pushing. Okay. Thirty. If we need something we must work and get it or create it. So long as we remain mentally dependent on other races to do our thinking and plan our progress, that is how long we will remain in the ghettos and slums and the poverty and diseases that they produce. And dependence presupposes physical dependence. Therefore, mentally dead Ethiopians say, that we cannot make it without Caucasian guidance, not understanding or caring that Caucasian guidance is basically the leadership together with his helpers of other races that degraded us into the miserable status quo in which we find ourselves. You want to comment on that, Don? Man, I just want you to rewind that shit back to 30, back to the top of that. If we need something, we must work and get it or create it. This shit is too heavy. If we need something, we must work and get it or create it. So long as we remain mentally dependent on other races to do our thinking and plan our progress, that is how long we will remain in ghettos and slums and the poverty and diseases that they produce. And mental dependence presupposes physical dependence. Therefore, mentally dead Ethiopians say that we cannot make it without Caucasian guidance, not understanding or caring that Caucasian guidance is basically the leadership together with his helpers of other races that degraded us into the miserable status quo in which we find ourselves. So he's technically saying that that same mentally dead Negro saying, how are we going to do that? We can't do that without the white man helping us. But mm-hmm. now we understand that the reason why you have diseases today, the reason why you are living in poverty and in slums and in ghettos is because of the Caucasian goddess. Yo, like, like they don't even fucking know that shit. Like, you don't think they don't want to put your ass in that shit. <laughs> God damn. And the funny thing, and the funny thing about Don, when you lay it out to them, they say, "What you talking about, man?" SSC dependency keeps you back again in a state of ignorance. I don't know if I can say that right. And nor do they care. They yeah. mean, and nor do they care, but are the, are the mentally dead Ethiopians. That's why you might as well get away from them and let them destroy themselves with the adverse forces. 
Like, that, them's the motherfuckers you got to get away from. A mentally dead Ethiopian that say that shit? A Negro? Man, what? It's like, you can't, you got to tell them I ain't your friend no more. Why? Because you mentally dead. <laughs> you have to go back to first grade on them motherfuckers. I don't like you no more. Because <laughs> you ignorant. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm sorry, Fire Lines. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Ethiopian goals must be self-control and community control and control of our own destiny. And this means controlling the businesses and all activities that go on in our areas, including our children's education, which must be compiled, organized, and established by us Ethiopians in our own power and our own system, will make us masters of our own destiny. And this is the this is independence and freedom. <laughs> That's true. That would be independence and freedom. But it has to be compiled, organized, and established by us in our own power and in our own system. 31. Africa is wherever we Africans are located in our right mind. Let me read that again. Yeah, that, that, that's true. That's true. That's true. Africa is wherever we Africans are located in our right mind, just as it is misleading to urge woolly-haired people to think so religion is the solution to our problems. It is likewise misleading to urge them that moving from one place to another is the solution. Because when people are misinformed that a boat is coming for them, this takes away their initiative and incentive to do something productive and constructive for themselves right now where they are. So they just wait. And wait for nothing. That's right. That's right. That's right, baby. Let's let's. I don't. You know what? I it's it's. I be saying this shit as personal to me because ain't nobody ever told me a boat was coming for me for no fucking Africa shit. But I be looking at this shit as a personal shit, man. Like when a motherfucker wanna tell me to wait. That, you know, we going to do it next year or some old shit. You feel me? Like, yo, man, we can get this shit done today, motherfucker. You know, so I just look at it as it's, if anybody in their fucking right mind ain't no fucking waiting. It's getting this shit done now. <laughs> That's the key thing. What'd he say? That shit, the key right there. What'd he say? It takes away their initiative and incentive to do something productive and constructive for themselves right now where they are. That's right. Going to Africa is not going to change your situation. I agree. Change location. Moving from Chicago to Baltimore may not change your situation simply because you changed location. Mm-hmm. You're not in your right mind. 
you're taking the same fucked up mind that you had in Chicago. <laughs> and going to Baltimore. Totally. No matter where you go, if you still got that same mindset, it's going to follow. No matter where you go, there you are. <laughs> and they seem running away from the adversary or their oppressor. Like, they go to Africa, that nigga ain't going to be there waiting on them. That yeah. motherfucker at the airport. That motherfucker going to be flying first class to Africa with your ass. Like, yeah, so man. it's like, they fucking slow as fuck, ain't it? Like, <laughs> the motherfuckers think they going to run away and they going to see no more goddamn bad guys. <laughs> That's some stupid shit. Yeah, this nine ball is something else. It's deep, man. I mean, it just laid all out, man. You know, mm-hmm. just, it's just crazy. And say, you, it's like what has already been said. People say, you know, at times I got to keep drilling their head until you can get. But you know. Mm-hmm. Five and start at thirty one again, so we get to the end at the little little part of the African waiting, waiting, waiting shit. See, this that bullshit. But see, I ain't never went to Africa, and nobody never came. Maybe that bullshit. But they be coming at me with other shit I want to do that I need to have. Then they be telling me to fucking wait. Thirty one, Africa is wherever we Africans are located in our right mind. Just as it is misleading to urge woolly-haired people to think that Caucasian politics or religion is the solution to our problems, it is likewise misleading to urge them that moving from one place to another is the solution. Because when people are misinformed that a boat is coming for them, this takes away their initiative and incentive to do something productive and constructive for themselves right now where they are. So they just wait and wait for nothing, pining away in ignorance, idleness, and vague rhetoric. You know, let me tell you, Vague rhetoric. This has always been my my, um, adverse idea on organized religion. I have have a tendency of thinking that people who are sitting around waiting for the second coming of Jesus have an ability to not participate in the now. I agree. Well, five liners. I just want to say, Jesus, here, my daddy died for y'all's sins. You know that, right? Yeah. You know that right, Farliners? Yashua yes, El Messiah. Yashua El will be on the radio on WJG Radio on Sundays at 12, boo. Well, thank the Lord for that. But that that's, that's my contention with organized religion, is that you don't use the power that you have because you have a better life you have a better existence after you die. And that's that creates what do you say? Idleness. <laughs> All right. 
okay, idleness. That's that's what the captor do to the to the captive. Yes. If you never idleness. just idle sitting and fucking waiting in vague rhetoric. You know, yes. that vague rhetoric is I thought you said you was going this place. It's been over you know, I thought y'all was going oh well, you know, well, you know, well things, you know, well, you know, they said that this was gonna you know, now we have to wait a little bit because they said, you know. Vague yeah. rhetoric, ignorance, idleness, and vague rhetoric. Okay, let's move on. 32. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Our Ethiopian ancestors, the African pygmies, in their air form, Nine ether grew the universe, and the universe is the sun, planets, satellites, etc. So why should we evolutionary ties confine ourselves to one spot on this planet when our ancestors made it, and and we were in North America long before the Indians? However. It is reasonable and practical that as our own cultural resurrection progresses, many Ethiopian farmers, tradesmen, technicians, and all types of workmen necessary to help build the economic and military independence of our motherland, Africa, will repatriate to that continent in their right minds for that purpose. However, it is reasonable and practical that as our own cultural resurrection progress, many Ethiopian farmers, tradesmen, technicians, and all types of worksmen necessary to help build the economic and military independence of our motherland, Africa, will repatriate to that continent in their right minds for that purpose. Why else go to that motherfucker? If you can't do it over here in North America, you can't do it in Africa. If you ain't got that shit together over here, you can't have it together over there. Yes, and he's saying that one day, once this this awakening occurs on a larger scale, the cultural resurrection progresses. They will start to move over there in order to really build that that country. Uh-huh. Because he said it is reasonable and practical. Right. Yeah, that is reasonable and practical if you're, if you're going to bring farmers, tradesmen, technicians, and all types of worksmen necessary to help build the economic right. and military independence of our motherland, Africa. That's right. But ain't if no that, need to go said, on that month. You might well go on vacation to Africa and bring your ass back here. Yeah, he says it in their right minds. But see, here's the thing: the people who are who are going there now are really going there looking for fucking salvation. They're not going over there in the the mindset that they are there to create. They're going there looking for another fucking savior. 
And he said, you can't do that. You have to create. You have to make. You have to 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 be in the mindset to create shit. If it, if you, if it's not already here, create it. These people who are expatriating now to Africa are not going there in that mindset. They're not going there to create. That's the sad part. They bought this, the bullshit dream that this is the motherland that they need to go back to, but they're going there with the same fucked up mind that they had here in America. So they're not yeah. going to find what they're looking for. Them niggas going to go to Africa because Atlanta done got too small, and everybody know their ass when they came from California to Atlanta and shit. So they go back there, they go to Africa, and they can blend in with them faggot-ass Liberians and, and Nigerian motherfuckers. Yeah, because, you know, United States, the United States done got real fucking small for a black-ass faggot. <laughs> for real. They going out there, they going to Africa, do they hoard them? That's all. <laughs> they can blend in. But I bet you, I know they can't go to goddamn uh, Mugabe land with that faggot shit. Uh, Mugabe ain't fucking around. Off with your goddamn head. You know what I'm talking about? Bring that Western shit over there. A lot of them people don't want that. <laughs> they don't want that Western shit. Not in uh, what that place here? Mugabe Run. What's the name of that country? Zimbabwe or some old shit? Yeah, the one where the prime minister said we don't want you stay your ass in America. Don't bring that fag shit over here. <laughs> yeah, he, he sure took did, all the he? land back from the white landowners over there too. They not allowed to own land at all. Nigga ain't bullshitting, is he? Hell no. He serious about that shit, ain't he? Yeah. So what are you go out, go out there with a fucking skirt on in some hills and see what happens. Anyway, what's next, Fireliners? Okay, 33. Since evolution is reversing the Caucasian, the ghost man and woman, the white man and woman will start returning to the graves and caves from which they came. And this means the atmosphere of the present cycle will continue to grow stronger, making us wiser via nine ether, our Ethiopian forces in nature. The foregoing means that Caucasian ruling power will decrease and Ethiopian ruling power will increase as we Ethiopians rise, like the sun from the grave of ignorance called mental death. Caucasian is too powerful to fight him with arms at this time. So our answer is fighting ignorance with knowledge and destroying idleness with productive, constructive activities. Ignorance and idleness are two very destructive forces which are very detrimental to our progress towards liberation. 
we Ethiopians cannot afford ignorance and idleness and achieve the independence of mind and body we need for survival and proper well-being. That's that shit right there. I'm just impressed that this was written in the 70s, 71. Because in the millennium that we are in now, in the year 2000, you actually really do see the sun rising from the grave of mental death and coming into power. Yeah. Yeah. door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension, a dimension of sound, a dimension of sight, a dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Dawn, the Golden Dawn Show. Oh yeah, y'all already know what time it is. The moment that you've been waiting for, the one that you've been waiting here, the one that caused the call, that caused the effect. Put your hands together for the baddest bitch in hell alone. God, Nicole Young. Hello. I'm in the love of the all, and all love is in me. I am a part of the all, and the all is a part of me. I am one with the all, and the all is one with me. I can succeed as a part of the all and fail as an individual. I can be all that I wish in the all, as long as my wish is to stay in the all. I'm never alone. The all is, I am. The all can, I can. The all does, I do. Hello. Yep, it is. Yep, yep, yep. Welcome, everybody, to the Don Nicole Young Show. Hope y'all enjoyed that first hour. That show is entitled, uh, shoot, I forgot. Can't tell you. Sorry. My bad. Behind the Nine Ball. Introduction to Nine. That's dated uh, October 31st, 2014, baby. I think I'm going Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But anyway, you are officially tuned in to the Don Nicole Young Show. It's 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. It's on Real Nigga Radio, WGAG Radio. It's official. Great day to everybody on the call lines. If you need the call-in number, call-in number is 425-569-5274. Also, just found out that you don't actually have to call in. You can actually... Call in from your computer, I think, or maybe cell phone, maybe. Um, you have to go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash WGAG hyphen radio. Uh-huh, and you'll see the show page, and you just refresh, one good refresh, and you'll see the direct connect button, and you click on that, that'll get you in, even from your headset, your computer, wherever, uh Whatever else, I'll drop the link right here for y'all in the after party. And also, um, if you if that way you can call in. You can also chop it up if you like. I'll drop it also into the, yeah, you click on that, that link I just gave y'all. Click on that, boom, and that's the name of the show. That's the show page. You can actually play it from there. But don't forget, after um, overtime, that shit don't play. So that'll get you in during overtime. You just click on the direct connect, but don't forget to refresh if you don't see that uh, direct connect button, 
uh, light up, then you need to refresh, and you'll see it light up. Then, boom, you know what I'm saying? Give uh, Blog Talk permission to access your headset, your mic, and all that type of shit. And you end the building, man. Shit, that's how we've been getting on. That's how Zena's been getting on. That's the top on a little microphone with a little headset into the show and shit. You got a little dial pad to pop up, so you just hit one if you want to get on. Hit the one button on the dial pad, and you in the building, man. Great day to everybody over there in the after party. That's our 24-hour voice-activated chat room. It is on PowTalk.com. Type in the search, the after party. You can find us there. Great day, Baruch L. Special shout-out to Brian O'Ryan. Great day to you, baby. One time for Miss Hudson. Special shout-out to the vulture goddess, Nick Bett, in the building. What up, Nick Bett? One time for Jay Jizzle, T. Marie, Twink, Star, Double R, my baby little Leon. Great day, Twink. How you doing? Did you hear the show yesterday, Twink? Did you hear the show? Girl, honey, we had Kevin Samuels on tight, bitch. Saying that goddamn technically, basically the motherfucker said this shit. I'm going to sum it up. Don't listen to your children if they tell you that I fucked them. <laughs> Don't believe your children. Choose the man's side. I swear for God, shot heard out his own goddamn mouth. Basically, hell yeah. I'm telling everybody that shit. Like, what the fuck? I said, basically, all the rest of the shit he was telling motherfuckers didn't mean a goddamn thing. You know what I'm saying? That's all opinion. But that shit came right out of his fucking mouth. It was to a female. You know what I'm saying? And she said, he said, what happens if um, if your five-year-old turns 15 and I see her ass naked getting out the fucking shower and I touch her? And she, he says all of that first. I see her naked and I touch her, then she tell you, what will you do? And she says, I will have to get rid of you. And he says, see, he, he says, see this is why I, I, I can't fuck with a bitch like you. This is why I can't fuck with a bitch like you. <laughs> is that shit right there. You put your children first. You want to protect your child. That's the problem right there. I swear to God, I cannot make this shit up. That's what that motherfucker said to the girl. And he go on and on, but right before all of that scenario he wanted to give them, he basically told, he was basically saying that, you know, children are liability because obviously this chick got one baby that's five years old and it's a little girl. And he said children are liability cause. And then he goes on to say a little bit more like, um, you know, um, and you put your children first, which you shouldn't. You should put the man first, you know what I'm saying, because he's going to be the one providing this shit and then hit her with that scenario. You know what I'm saying? And for the record, man, yeah, he said if if, if, your, if children are a package deal, then that's a no deal. Thank you, Nick. That, that is very important. Um, yeah, if children are a package deal, because meaning – a package deal simply means my babies come first. That's the package deal that he's, you know, getting at. My baby come first. You know what I'm saying? And so with that being a package deal, see, some women, 
some women are women, like I told you. Some women are women and men know that shit. They have children, but they women. You know what I'm saying? He was testing this bitch on her motherhood. You know what I'm saying? He was testing this woman to see was she a mother. And then going to throw that damn shit out if I see 15, 10 years later down the line, I see your daughter. Mind you, we live together. Now we got two children together. And I see your daughter getting out of the shower. She naked and I touch her. What the fuck would you, what, what would you do? I told y'all there's a difference. Men don't like women who um, choose their children. You know what I'm saying? They can't. They don't like that shit. They do not like that. You know what I'm saying? That nigga I was with didn't like that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And two of them, so-called, probably not really ish, belong to that motherfucker. But he didn't like that shit. He didn't like that shit. He didn't like the fact that I chose, you know, that, hey, baby, fuck you. The fuck? Nigga, fuck you. He ain't like that shit. Had a problem with it every goddamn time. Yeah. Um, what up, she dog? She dog said my stalker didn't like that shit either. <laughs> she calling her stalker. Yeah. All day, they do not like that shit. What they really want to convince uh, women is to not to be mothers. You know what I'm saying? Not to be mothers. That's It's, it's for real. You know, don't even don't even think like one. <laughs> think like a woman that's compatible to a man. Don't think like a mother that's compatible to all children, including hers, that's in the world. Yeah, don't don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't do that. Yeah, um, yeah, man, I, I think that, uh, and I could be wrong, you know, and I could be making a racist statement, but it's okay. But I think that the majority of black women are more mothers than any other species of females on this damn planet that happen to be two-footed. Yeah. I've been studying the shit out of that lately. You know what I'm saying? I've been studying that shit, yeah. I've been studying it. Remember I told y'all the whole time I'm thinking... White women were mothers, but they wasn't. They were surrogate for the nigga that put a ring on their finger. They had them for them. Yeah. Yeah, they had them for them. And so now that I know so much about um, the Caucasian race of children, that they all on drugs and take therapy, and it's because, this is for real, and it's because of their mother. Their mother wasn't a mother. You understand what I'm saying? She was just a surrogate and um, a toilet stool for daddy when he needed, and she was the nanny, and whatever he wanted them to be involved in, she had to make sure that they were involved in that, meaning the children. You know what I'm saying? So she was doing everything for him based on the children. You know what I'm saying? And so... It's a disconnect. Yeah, all they fucking kids is is, is on therapy and drugs. They've been on fucking drugs and, and therapy since they were young, yo. Shit is wild. Yeah. Yeah, they long for a mother, and they don't have it, even though she there all the time, but she's not a mother. She's just a wife playing her part to her husband and what he desires for the children you know what I'm saying? She makes it happen. 
And what, yeah, it's, it's a, I'm telling you, man, Sananda and Warrior got nothing but goddamn white fucking friends. Okay, Psalm comes from Russia. <laughs> that shit, wow. Psalm comes from, from a Russia goddamn male, male, male bride and shit, 15 years old, marrying some American white male. And they are all disconnected to their moms, and they, they all, all Sananda white friends have been on therapy and drugs since since they were little. Now these bitches, twenty five, twenty eight, twenty some years to fuck old. Yeah, yeah. And um, Nev hasn't spoke on this though, but I'm gonna tell you that um, Jane belongs to like a chat group of. Majority of all white kids her age, which is she's 13, and every last one of them fucking kids are on drugs, not drugs, street drugs, on drugs, meaning prescribed by a psychiatrist, and they go to therapy, and it's all regarding their goddamn mama that really ain't their mama that is a man's wife that has to do what he say. Yeah. Yep. So this this even in Jane and age group because they start them off young because they disconnected to their mother and it was Sananda age group they're 25 and up these white bitches and they've been disconnected to their mother which is not their mother which is their daddy's wife and um and and that's that's where the issue stem from. It's gonna always stem with mama. It ain't got shit to do with daddy. Man made that shit up to make himself look important that children need their father and shit. That is a guy I'm telling you, that's a goddamn lie. If listen, they don't give a fuck. Daddy come home and daddy can hide himself in the bedroom all day long. But they want that connection with their mother in the damn house. That's what they want. And they not getting it because she has to do her wifey duties or her surrogate duties to this motherfucker, whatever the fuck it is. So that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? All roads still lead back to their mama. They long for her, and it is a disconnect. Yep, disconnect. Now, with the Russian uh, mother, the 15-year-old mail-in bride that was mailed in a mailbox, mailed to Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> to a white man, they said that uh, uh, one of the reasons why she is disconnected to her children, she had like, she's 15 years old, she had like three children, her oldest is Sananda age. And so what they wanted to say is that Russian women, right, um, are 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 basically disconnected. They were raised to be disconnected to their children, some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Not to show affection, not to spend time with them and all that other type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Probably unless the man tell her, you know, I'm not going to be there, so can you spend time with little Billy? That type of shit. When he's absent, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, they they really won't their mother conscious and conscience at all times, not a Stafford housewife with a goddamn robot mentality only for that nigga. But that's what they said about Russian 
uh, women. That's what Sananda was telling me. And I told Wor- I told Sananda, I said, I don't know. I said, you know, fine, y'all want to say that's how Russian women was raised. But, you know, your friend got to understand that her mother was shipped to America at 15 years old to marry an old damn piece of shit ass nigga. He bought the bitch online. You know what I'm saying? So, one, I know that the bitch didn't want dick and to be shipped to America to some nasty-ass, cracker-ass man, let alone have his fucking kids. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at it like that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, fuck that. That's how I saw it. Like, ain't no way you got her at 15, you done impregnated her. Uh, whether you're rich or not, but come on, man. You honestly think she can actually cope with this shit? She got her own trauma being shipped like that. She a mail-in bride or whatever the fuck that shit called. So anyway, uh, how the fuck I get on this shit? Oh, my racist statistics. <laughs> Black women are mothers. More than any fucking race of bitches, which is why the the males of our species like to um, complain about it. You know what I'm saying? More than any other fucking race of men, they like they complain about it. You know what I'm saying? So you know that you're doing something right when you hear the black men, low life ones, not some of y'all here, but the black men mad about the fact that you are attached to your children. You know what I'm saying? And that's why, you know, yeah, you get it? That's why they have to have conversations about that shit. The first thing, when that woman said, look, doc, she doc, when that woman said to that nigga, Kevin Samuels, she said it afraid to say it, but she said it. She said, well, you know, I will have to get rid of you, have to go. She didn't even say you, using the word you, because he put himself as Kevin seeing her daughter naked but and touching her, but she said, I will have to get rid of him. And that nigga said, this is why I wouldn't dare mess with you. That nigga didn't even applaud her, yo for being that protective over her baby that you got to throw this nigga out. That nigga shamed her. He shamed the girl, man. He shamed her for, um, yeah, he shamed her. He shamed her from, for being a mother, a protective mother. Yeah, he shamed her for that shit. Yeah, he shamed her. That's what he did. And now he belittled her and said, I would never fuck with a bitch like you. This is why I don't fuck with women like you. This is what this nigga said. After she said, I would have to get rid of that nigga. Said, this is why I can't fuck with a bitch like you. Yo, girl, girl, I wish that nigga can come back and die again. I wish May 5th, 2022 happened every fucking day for this son of a bitch. It need to be May 5th every goddamn day for this bastard. God damn it. <laughs> Keep it like the fuck. For real. Mm-mm. 
No, baby. That did it for me. Uh-uh. Yeah. But my point is exactly that. This is why they complain about. That's what that nigga was complaining about me in the relationship. I was too much of a mother and and, and not wife at all. I was a zero wife. Yeah. But I noticed that I look back on the conversations he would have with me, and he would only, you know, throw the wife shit up to me. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be my wife, 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 wife. But now I realize what he was saying is, I hate the fact that you they mama. I hate the fact that you a mama, bitch, because you can't. How can you be my wife if you a mother to them damn babies? That's what that's what it really is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so be careful when you hear a nigga say, you ain't really this, that, and the third. What he's saying is, you a mother, God damn it. This is why you can't goddamn be the way I want you to be, because you're a mother. Because you're a mother. That's what it is. And you know what he'll throw up? He'll want me to be like my brother's wife. That's what he'll throw up, because she was certainly a wife, but not a mother. He was like, why you can't be like Carmen and shit? Why you can't be like Carmen? And I'm like, <laughs> Nigga, so you can run amok on my baby's ass, me motherfucker, you got me fucked up. Yeah, why you can't be like Carmen? Islam, for real, this is truth, because remember the bitch came in Islam at 15 or 16. You know what I'm saying? Islam teaches the woman to be a wife. It doesn't teach her to be a mother. You know that religion, Christianity, Islam, and Judaism doesn't teach women to be moms they teach them to be fucking submissive only to the fucking man they don't teach that's yeah that's why religion is goddamn what the fuck you don't see nothing dealing no proverbs no goddamn leviticus laws no numbers no deuteronomy no none of that on uh motherhood none of that shit all dealing with the fact that, bitch, you got, you, you got this nigga on top of you and this is how you should conduct yourself. Nothing on motherhood. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. Ain't that some shit? All that shit, nothing. Nothing. And this son of a bitch, this old, a lot of these sick-ass motherfuckers teach. You got, ain't, ain't no way in hell, this motherfucker hate a woman. Because she is a mother to her children. You know that ain't nothing but the devil. I will put hate between the mother seed and the serpent seed. He hated her seed. But they say woman on there. They really want to say mother because ain't no way in hell you hate her because she's a mother. You don't like her because she's a mother and you can't have your way with her. You nan nigga can have their way with a mama. Right, Nick Bet? That's why I overstand your situation because your mom loved men. You know what I'm saying? That's why I overstand. But a, nobody, no nan motherfucker can, not even her mama can have her way with her daughter, which is a real mother. Can't nobody. Won't know, not daddy, not her baby daddy, not the police, not the schools, not the neighbors, not Oprah, 
not no parent planning paper, new paper, none of that. No psychiatrist, no trending bullshit on this whole. You can't that bitch hell fucking no. You cannot mind fuck a mother. You cannot mind fuck the mama, okay? You can mind fuck a woman with children. You know, because that's what they always say, women with children. Women, yeah, but you can't mind fuck a mother with children. Told y'all it's a big goddamn difference. And that's what homeboy wanted to see. That nigga wanted to see was she a goddamn woman with children or a mother with children. And when she answered that question, he said, then why I can't fuck with you, bitch? Then why I can't fuck with bitches like you? I can't fuck with bitches like you, bitch. You're supposed to put that man first. You ain't supposed to believe your damn child, no matter what. What up, ex-black? Great day, Patrice. Don, all black men used to be that child or had a sister, aunt, etc. That was that mother. Something else is wrong. Like I have to tell Tierra, dumbass, this bitch swell warrior is her baby. I said, bitch, I'll cut your throat. Tiara is Warrior's oldest sister. Bitch, that ain't yours, bro. The fuck? It's so many motherfuckers want to claim somebody else's goddamn child. Now, for the record, because I'm a mama, I cut my own daughter's throat trying to claim my baby. I have cut my mama's throat trying to save them her babies. Bitch, you done lost your mind. I will get you for impersonating, bitch. They ain't yours. You had yours. You washed up, hope. You had yours. But you made sure your nigga ate first. Get the fuck out of here. You had yours. You had four. Get the fuck out of here. You ain't goddamn. You ain't finna. These ain't yours either, bitch. These ain't yours, boo. Goddamn it. So whether it's aunt, sister, or whatever, ex black, I don't give seven fucks. Now you asking me. I know hoes like aunts want to claim other people's motherfuckers. But motherfucker, you asking me, nah, fuck that. I'm telling you, it's not it's not about it's not about the women. Be they sister or aunt. You know what I'm saying? Here's what I think it is. And this is me this is me thinking, okay? Ex black. This is me thinking, okay? Males find no fault in, let's say, in the male's generation, right, in the older male. So let's say, let's say it's a nine-year-old boy who has a mother and a father in the house. The mother, right, supposedly, which is a wife, is doing is doing all her wifey duties, and he's a, he's observing this as a nine year old. You got it. You understand? He's observing that she's doing all the wifey duties. You got it. And so he is looking forward to have um, a wife, just like his mother. Even you know what I'm saying, who does the wifey duties for her husband. Right? You got me? So when he meets a woman later on, right, and he finds out that she is a mother, and let's say not, not he made her a mother, 
But he thought in his head that this woman would, once I get her pregnant, she would do her wifey duties like my, like I saw my mama do my daddy. You got it? And he realized that this bitch is not doing wifey duties that his mama displayed to his father. And now he's trying to figure out why the fuck, bitch, you ain't doing these wifey duties. Why you, he, he really don't want to say this, but I'm going to say he said this. Why you doing mother duties when you should be doing wifey duties? My mama did wifey duties. You understand? And they equate that as a good mother. Men will equate my mama doing wifey duties as a good mother. He would never say she a good wife. He'll say she was a good mother, and that is based on him seeing how she was treating her, his daddy. You know what I'm saying? Now, we as girls, let's say he got a sister, ex-black, And the girl sees the total opposite of the boy, of her brother. That is what she sees, the total opposite. She is not going to see what man sees. Little boy grows this ego that this is what a woman should do, but she's a mother. You know what I'm saying? She is a mother. But he doesn't see the mama. He knows that I can get a bitch pregnant and she will still be my wife. But this chick is not being a wife 24 hours a day or what they call it on demand because that mother instinct has kicked in into her. You know what I'm saying? She, it kicked into her, which a lot of it don't kick into women, mother instinct. Mother growth, motherhood does not kick into these bitches. They have children, but motherhood bypass these hoes. So when these brothers get a woman pregnant and motherhood becomes her for real, mentally, physically, spiritually, they can't understand why she ain't a wife. You understand? Like they saw their mama. You got it? Or some other woman that was in their life that they saw doing that shit. They can't understand it. And when you can't understand something, you are harmful to it. You know what I'm saying? You start to be maliciously vicious towards something you don't understand. And this is what, in my theory, ex-black, what I see. Because they don't understand it is the reason why they lashing out on mothers. Mothers, not women, <laughs> but mothers, you know what I'm saying, because they don't understand how did this happen the same way that African piece of shit didn't understand. He just did not, he did not, he did not understand. He was lashing out on me, and even I didn't understand it, you know what I'm saying, because a mother is not an act. A mother is, you know what I'm saying, to be a wife, you're going to have to act like that. You're going to have to figure that shit out, read books, I reckon, go to goddamn, uh, what that shit called, um, uh, etiquette class or whatever. I don't fucking know, but I know a lot of bitches take them goddamn classes and seminars and, and relationship 
fucking seminars and shit to try to figure that shit out. But a mother is so natural at doing it, don't even know that the issue, nigga, the issue is the fact that, nigga, you want me to not be a mother but be your fucking wife. That is, it, that's what the fuck it is. But they can't, he can't figure it out and she can't figure it out like I couldn't because I didn't even know I'm being, I'm being, I'm being a mother. You know what I'm saying? And and he's bringing up issues that I am a fucked up wife. I can't be that. You know, I'm not doing what wife do and shit like that. And I'm just like, God damn, what the fuck does a wife supposed to do then, motherfucker? You know, here I am, you know. You, you 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 gave me another baby, motherfucker. You didn't give me another bag of dicks to take care of, bitch. You gave me more babies. The fuck? It's just one of you, but it's a couple of these fucking children. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't even put the shit together until years later that this nigga could not understand that he married a mother and not a woman. You know what I'm saying? And not and not a mo- a woman that can turn into a wife. And I didn't understand it either. But he wanted me to be a fucking wife. And I, and I didn't like, what the fuck? I thought, nigga, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is, what the, how the fuck? Like, I thought I was. You know what I'm saying? I thought I was since, you know what I'm saying, since, since, since I said I do. I thought I was. The moment I say I do, I thought I was. <laughs> but obviously not. That motherfucker saw this bitch with her babies the whole fucking time. This chick is with her babies. All she talk about and think about is her children. All she petition me about is the children. She don't petition me about she wants some dick, she wants some quality time. All she petitioning about is children and an extra goddamn room need to be added to a motherfucking house we need to move in for these goddamn babies. And they need a yard, nigga, and they need a driveway, and they need a basement, and they they need bikes. They need some more shit. The fuck? Not I need some more lingerie. Now I need my nails done so I can look cute for your monkey ass. It was just like, what the fuck? This bitch is asking nothing of herself. She's not demanding no quality time. Like, baby, let's let's throw let's throw these kids off on my mama and let's spend a goddamn fuck fest together. <laughs> Let's spend a fuck fest weekend together and shit, bitch. Like, no. No. Girl, I couldn't even tell you the anniversary. Girl, it wasn't none of that. You feel me? Like, motherfucker, it's a birthday coming up, bitch, and it certainly ain't yours, nigga. The fuck? Like, <laughs> it's my baby birthday, motherfucker. I got to do some things for my baby birthday, bitch. This ain't got none of that. It ain't your birthday. It ain't mine. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Fuck you, motherfucker. He wanted a cake and ice cream and shit and some flowers for his birthday. He wanted a whole goddamn party. I don't know how to do no party for no milk. I ain't never, I don't even know how to do no whole shit like that. The fuck I'm a goddamn surprise you on Valentine's fuck, boy. Goddamn, the fuck it is. Like, this is the fuck. Well, I don't know nothing about this. I don't know nothing about a romantic goddamn anniversary, bitch. 
don't know nothing about that. I'm not into that. God damn it, got babies around this motherfucker, man. Nobody got time for goddamn. <laughs> but anyway, so, okay, ex-black, what you at, baby? Okay, I wasn't around that kind of mama. Children always come first, but natural nature should tell that man he used to be that child. All depends. But like I said, ex-black, all depends. When my brothers observe my mother with their father, they, one of them, Wanted the bitch to act just like my mama. So if I beat you down, bitch, you still get your ass up and you make me something to fucking eat. You understand? No matter what I do, you still look the other way because you're the wife, you know? You're the wife, and I don't want no back talk, you know? I don't want no back talk. So it all depends, you know? So he wanted a bitch like his mama, you know what I'm saying? He wanted, yeah, and Islam was the best thing for this nigga to go cloaked into the five one just like that. But her children is so detached from her, and that nigga ain't there. He done moved on for about 17,000 more bitches, end up getting married and got another baby now. Gone. Gone. Got a whole, whole family, but her babies feel some kind of way about her. You know what I'm saying? Blame her for everything. You hear me? Just like white kids. Blame the, blame the mama for every goddamn thing. No connection there. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that that's why they, you know, um, they, they, and it was interesting because this, this one guy, supposedly intelligent, but he's not. He just goes to white man's school and get a million degrees. And he um, he told me that he always wanted to marry me. Now, for the record, I'm a woman with four children. Okay, when he met me, I had four babies. Who can't catch a nigga? That nigga, goddamn Kevin, is all wrong. And this nigga was making six goddamn figures, and this is in the early 2000s. Now we in 2022. This nigga damn near is a half a billionaire, boo. Damn near about to hit a billion. Still waiting on the bitch to this day. <laughs> Still waiting on that bitch. Moral of the story is, this nigga says to me that he wanted to marry me. And mind you, at this point, I am 40 years the fuck old. Matter of fact, I'm 45 when he says this shit. He always wanted to marry me. Now, for the record, I have four babies. When he met me, all my babies was 10 and under, okay? Maybe 8 and under, okay? But he wanted me. Got it? And he wanted to marry me, and he wanted to have children with me, okay? I said, God damn, nigga, the goddamn all them hoes, you know what I'm saying, on your level and shit, these sophisticated bitches. And and, and 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 motherfucker, you want this hoe from the ghetto player? Motherfucker said yes. <laughs> yes. I'm on your motherfucking ass. And your babies. And I want you to have some of my goddamn babies. So the conversation went like this. This is about a year or two ago, okay? 
And um, so I just, you know, asked the dude. I said, okay, all right, so, okay, so I wanted to see the mentality of this male. All right, not that I'm going to marry him or no shit like that. I am, Doc is the last nigga on this planet. That's it, okay? I'm not fucking with Nan motherfucker. But anyway, so I'm playing this goddamn game. So I say to this axis motherfucker, I said, okay. I said, so let me ask you a question. So if you marry a woman and you get her pregnant and, you know, the child is there, you know what I'm saying? Um, how does the situation go um, regarding the child? And this motherfucker says this shit. She will have to report to me everything regarding the child. I said, well, okay, she reports to you everything regarding to the child, and you tell her, something, you know, that needs to be done, and she disagrees with what needs to be done, and she gives her suggestion on what needs to be done, what happens next? This motherfucker said, basically, at the end of the day, I will have the final say. I will have the final say. And let me tell you, let me tell you what he says. I, I'm going to say it wrong, but you're going to get what I'm saying. A man wants a child they can beat. So he even said this, beat, for real. They want to beat them. They can't beat my children. That's why they want me to have a child that they can beat because that gives them rights over the child, the right to beat them. Ain't that some shit? Which is another reason why they don't want to fuck with single mothers because they don't have the right to beat them. You hear me? They don't have that right to beat them, and they feel like they can have a right to beat them if they know it's theirs. They can beat them. This is what the motherfucker said. They want a child of theirs so they can beat them. Okay? Trust me, these niggas our age done dated a lot of fucking single mamas, man. And they pissed off that they can't beat them, they can't punish them, because that's her child. You feel what I'm saying? So I want one that I could beat my, and punish my damn self, and the bitch can't say shit, because she just my wife. It's mine. Yeah. That's what that shit is. That's another reason why I'm like, <laughs> yo, 
I don't remember how that nigga said it, but I don't give a fuck if a nerd speaks nerd talk to me. I can still understand every word come out of a nerd mouth, motherfucker. So basically, like I said, I ain't going to be able to goddamn tell you word to word what the nerd said, but motherfucker, I heard what the nerd said, and basically that is what the nerd said. God damn this shit. This mother, I said that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah, not only that, yeah, they want something to control as well as the wife, but they want to be able to have a say in that shit. That shit, wow, man. So it's so many different levels to this shit, and, and I know why they don't want to fuck with single mothers because they can't beat the child. They can't have their way with that child. You understand? Now, now remember homeboy Kevin said this, J1. He said, okay, let's say that you have two children by me and you already got the five-year-old, right? Exactly. So because that's their mission. I can't really control you with this five-year-old, but if I put two in your gut, I'll have a say in that shit plus your ass. Oh, he also said this, Twank, that bitch, you going to risk, when she said I'm going to have to get rid of that nigga, he said, so you going to risk our children, the two babies, you going to sacrifice the two children that we got together for that one goddamn baby? You understand? So that way, so now he can use you breaking up the family because the baby that I didn't have by you said I touched her and saw her naked, and now you're going to break up the family with the two I gave you, that type of shit. Putting it on her. Yeah, putting it on her and shit. That shit, wow, man, it's a lot. Girl, I'm so glad I ain't out here in these streets, bitch. I will hurt a motherfucker. You hear me? I will hurt a motherfucker. They better be glad this hoe retired. They better be glad this hoe retired. Come on in, Twain Star. Give me a mic check. Can I get a mic, mic check? check mic check, Great day, two, baby. Two, 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 two. <laughs> got me just the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something real quick. <laughs> This shit goddamn made me all the way back had to go back and remember that shit. But like shit, you I bear witness to this shit. Remember that goddamn time like when you did me that fucking GoFund shit. All of that motherfucking shit started from that motherfucker wanting to beat Gabe. Now that when Juicy had just turned fucking two. So Gabe was hold on, two what, how many fucking four plus two? It was six, right? He had just turned six, still in the baby. And the motherfucker was like, you don't move out the way you can get it too. Bitch, you got down bushes and I got it married and I'm going to talk to you real quick. My nerves are bad, so you understand? So that when that motherfucker was like, I ain't you, I can't do this no more. Yeah, you can't beat these motherfuckers at all. So whatever the fuck happened, I take this shit as a motherfucking fire. But yeah, that's, I, I don't fuck with that shit. That shit pisses I me the fuck off. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. He wanted... He wanted to beat the baby. He wanted to beat the baby, 
and because she wouldn't let him beat the baby, he wouldn't provide for her. He wouldn't pay the rent. So I had to set up a GoFund account for twanking her babies to get, you know, pay the rent. Because this nigga wanted to beat the damn six-year-old baby. And Twank wouldn't let him. Nah, period. Yep. I remember that shit. They be, that's yeah, that's what they, be. well, that's, yo, man, it's some <laughs> sick fuckers, man, I'm telling you. It's, and, 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 and these like chicks it. have like no idea. They have no yeah. idea. They don't, no. and it was, look, I think we, when we were doing the chemistry lab, it was a nigga, matter of fact, it was Chris, not Chris that come on my dad's show, that other nigga Chris. You remember that, that nigga, J1? Yeah, that sleepy nigga, he used to snore yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. He he was pissed. He even mentioned that he was in a relationship with a single mom, and he was and he was mad at her because he wouldn't she wouldn't let him discipline the children. He said, and that's why he said he don't fuck with single bitches. He want to discipline them. Yeah, and Doc tried that shit, bitch. I pulled high tea on that son of a bitch. What? I don't play that shit. That story, huh? Girl, it was a long-ass time ago. Doc even tried that shit. <laughs> Doc even tried. Maybe you got me fucked up. I put the nigga out. Mm. It was, was wintertime, a blizzard, too. I put that nigga out. No, for nigga, you nigga what? The fuck? That shit ain't and the it, first time it, it was on it was on Tierra. I went to interview Chris Brown, and Tierra was there at the house, and she was on the phone in the music room, and he came and tried to snatch the phone from her ass, and I and scratched her, did all that. I mean, it was fuck. I never forget that shit. I told that motherfucker he had to get the fuck out. Mm. He had to get the fuck out. It was it was round. It was before Christmas, but it was winter time. J1 remember that shit. Then he tried that shit with my son. I was thinking about that the other day. That shit crossed my mind the other day. What the fuck? Got big chested on my son and shit. Adonia had to have been like 8, 9, or 10, maybe. He got big mm. chested on him. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, 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 was, it was terrible because... My children are raised to have a spirit of cleaning. And the spirit of cleaning don't have to be daytime. It could be at, okay. in, in the, at night, bitch. The fuck? They can have that spirit of cleaning. So you don't matter. So he was cleaning up his room and bringing trash down, and this motherfucker had a problem with the shit. I'll never forget that. Girl, what? Yeah, he had a problem with that shit. Yo, mm. that was the end of that. Motherfucker, you done got real comfortable. The fuck? That shit ain't happening, bro. Yeah, I got real bit tested. Motherfucker, you, first of all, nigga, you are a visitor here. The fuck? You ain't family, bitch. You ain't nobody. Nan nigga is nobody when it comes to my children. You ain't got no, you ain't shit. You an agent. Period. You an immigrant, motherfucker. The fuck is you? What the fuck you think this shit is? You're not the man of the house because ain't no such thing. You ain't shit. You you asked to accompany me on the fucking journey, player. Not me asking you. 
Like, yo, I don't play that shit. Yeah, that was the last time. First time was with Tiara, and the last time was with Adonia when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Then he started telling. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if any mamas here that got these niggas that ain't your, that ain't a nigga, that ain't some goddamn. They start. He started tell, telling, telling everything about all my babies and shit. Like I'm Listen like I'm side with him. Yeah. <laughs> start telling because he knew he couldn't do shit else. Start telling me, goddamn, all the demons they are. Little bad gremlins I got. No, <laughs> like the fucking nigga. I know exactly what I got, nigga. Yeah. Oh, I tell them like I'm going to do something. Nigga, I ain't finna do shit. Yeah, because you don't like it don't mean, nigga, I don't like it. We are not, I'm not your slave. You, we don't like you, so. Like, ain't no wheat around this bitch. Give a fuck. <laughs> ain't no wheat in motherfucking me, goddamn. Ain't no, hell no. Nigga, if you don't like this shit the way this shit is, baby, you can go. You can go, baby. My babies come first round this bitch all day, every day. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what check you bringing in. And, I would love um, to get on welfare and get me a job at a goddamn hotel, checking motherfuckers in and shit, driving me a car job. that I got from the auction, motherfucker, happy than a son of a bitch, happy than a faggot with a bag of dicks. I would love it. Motherfucker, <laughs> like, what the fuck, like, I, know, I, mean, I, have, like, I would love that shit. What are you talking about? Have me two jobs and shit. You showing up to the school with my goddamn McDonald's uniform on, picking up my babies, nigga, happy than a motherfucker. You hear me? Then a state of peace all goddamn day. I don't have to take this shit. Give a fuck who you are. White man got my, got it set up for me really good without without a fucking black man. The fuck? I'm to my Got to set up for me good. real good, bitch. <laughs> Give a fuck. <laughs> like, the fuck? Holding down two jobs so my babies can appreciate me even more and shit. My mama held two jobs. Make sure we had everything. Damn right, motherfucker. Make me better by leaving me. Make me better, motherfucker. Have my babies really goddamn realizing goddamn mama everything, man. Mama did everything. Mama made miracles every Thanksgiving. You feel me? Like that type of yep. shit. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck, my children make a whole rap song about my goddamn ass with no nigga in the house. She's strong. She's powerful. She rolled two nickels together and, and, and made a million. <laughs> like the fuck? <laughs> Girl, they be trying to bitch, man. They be trying. They want, yeah, they want you to not protect the fucking babies, man. Yeah. Leon tried that shit on Anita son, man. Yo, I jumped up ready to kill that nigga. He tried that. She got big chested on her son, man. I ain't play that shit. Give a nigga bag your old 40 something year old ass, washed up, has been ass down with that shit. Get the fuck out. You ain't finna goddamn buck no goddamn little boy. The fuck is wrong with you, bitch? You jealous bastard. They jealous. They jealous what, of mothers and children. Jealous. That's the fucking Yeah, thing. and if and if you would allow him to to traumatize Gabe at six, Gabe, mm-hmm. 
would no longer love you with divine mm-hmm. love. He yeah. would hate you. And everything everything he disagrees with, what you saying and doing, what you have said and done that he disagree with his shit, at least it doesn't stem to that moment because you protected him. Because it just be a big-ass snowball starts to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he still remember that shit. That's what I know, I'm just like, about to ask you, yeah. He remembers yeah, everything. That's why yeah. all your choices you make for him, no matter how mad he gets, he knows it's out of love and protection. Because you protected him that day when that man wanted to beat him. And that man was his so called daddy. Yep. Ain't no motherfucking do overs on this shit. Hey girl, ain't that the fucking truth? Strange ass shit. 
You know what I'm saying? And 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 mind you, this so-called nigga, you know what I'm saying? So-called Nawabian. Nigga, you should know it's about the women and children, motherfucker. That and shit, you even got a clip on this shit, ain't it? Remember that clip you got? That said, uh, mothers and all that bullshit, motherfuckers say. Like I told Gayson, he would to a pair of lips and a tongue and say, motherfucker, anything. Actually, show otherwise. These niggas ain't worried to me. They don't have it. They don't. They. It's. I'm telling you, it's some sick shit in a male's brain. It is. It's some sick shit. Remember, they made up that saying that man come first. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I don't even know. I mean, shit. Are you fucking kidding me? Like motherfucker, it's always been about the children, my brother. The fuck is wrong with y'all? What the hell happened? Yeah, I, I just write them off as jealous. They can't have their way with you, and you were married, so-called wife, and they can't have their way with the children because you are a mother. That's it. There's nothing. There's nothing can be. There's nothing. There's nothing. And um. You know, I mean, I was shitting on five years of that damn relationship of not being a wife until this nigga got another bitch pregnant and dropped that baby off at a fucking Kentucky Fried Chicken in Alabama, bitch. <laughs> Wait, what? Why you mean to say what? This is a real story. Yeah. She dropped that motherfucker <laughs> off at a Kentucky Fried Chicken. This motherfucker, this little, this nigga little, he like three, four, five years old and shit. He wandering the projects and shit, and somebody saw the baby, you know, and 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 reached out to whatever, and he had to drive all the way to Alabama to get him. You know what I'm saying? She want a man. She don't want no baby. So he got the bitch pregnant. So he going through hell. He stuck with this little goddamn baby. Okay, this years later now, you know, so I don't move on with my life. Let's say this about goddamn eight, nine, ten years later type shit. Maybe four or five years later, this motherfucker called me and said, Tata, I just have to tell you, you are a wonderful mother. And as a matter of fact, then when my son is in jail, and that nigga mm. said, I'm a wonderful mother, you are a great mother. He had to come back. Yeah, I know, bitch. Yeah, he had to find, he had to see that shit. Yeah, because now, oh, now you realize it's about the child. It ain't about your dick. It ain't about your ego. It ain't about you coming first. Because then you done had that little motherfucker and that bitch could kill it. Kill it dead. You find <laughs> Now you realize now you it's, about, it's about women being mothers and not women being lovers. Yeah, that when it hit them. That when they hit that nigga, girl. And then after Adonir got them in, in, in juvenile, nigga had to still say that shit. Yeah, you had to realize that, player. Come back, motherfucker. Come back and say, say it. Say it, bitch. Say what I am. Because I'm telling you, it's one thing to have a good wife, but it's another thing to have a good mother. It's a whole nother ball game, baby. So you can turn that bitch into a wife, but you're going to find out what she really is. 
You know what I'm saying? Because them babies are important, you know? Them babies are important. Babies are important. I don't give a fuck what nobody say, man. You know? Got to protect them babies, man. Got to be a mama, boo. So I ain't give a fuck. Nigga shut shit on me all day about not doing for his goddamn man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nigga say I'm sorry, bitch. I don't do nothing for his ass. <laughs> I don't do shit for him and shit. That nigga had to come back and say, God damn, bitch, you a fuck. You a great mama. You are a real mother. Damn right, bitch. That how be. Miss Hudson said me great and my daughter on. jumped her father when he thought he had disrespect in his mouth. What's up, Gabe? How you doing, baby? I'm doing really good. I just wanted to say hi. It's good to hear your voice, sweetheart. Yeah. Thank you, boo. Look at you getting old and shit. God damn, it sounds like a grown-ass man. In about two more days, you'll be God. Uh, just a guy. You'll be God. Don't lessen yourself. You're not mutt. You're not mixed up. <laughs> so, yeah, your mission is to be a supreme being, baby. You know the mission. Don't shit on yourself, baby. Don't lessen yourself. It's other people out there that can do that for you. But you always, you know, see yourself in a greater light. That's what I had to tell Tierra one day because she always hating on herself. I said, look here, bitch, it's plenty of motherfuckers that can hate on you. Let them hate on you. You never hate on you. You never shrink yourself. (laughs) Fuck that shit. Let other motherfuckers goddamn say hateful shit about you or lessen you with their words or what they think you are, but you never do that shit to yourself, goddamn it, shit. Plenty of motherfuckers is saying shit to belittle somebody. Yeah. I be trying to tell the niggas. Yeah, there's plenty of motherfuckers, man. You don't be the one to hate hate on yourself, lessen yourself like that, man. Plenty of folks out there. Goddamn, would love to goddamn shrink the shit out you, bro. You you big yourself up. You see yourself in a bigger light, brighter light, greater light all day, every day. Shit. He know the mission. Shit, don't he? Damn, nigga, right. name it, nigga, name it Gabe Rael and shit. The fuck? Goddamn. Anyway, um, anyway, if Black, you got anything else, man, anybody else? Uh, back to Miss Hudson. Me and my daughter jumped her father when he thought he had disrespect in his mouth. When he thought he had disrespect in his mouth, he disrespected the baby. Girl, told you, man, they want to try your ass. They want to see. But, yeah, that's what I think is going on. And it's just by observation, living it, experience, reasoning, and evidence, yeah, that, you know, they're looking for wives, but they want you to have a baby. That's it. Yeah, he has that white man. He emulates the white man. 
You know what I'm saying? He Remember, homeboy said, you know, the woman said, what's wrong with these motherfuckers? He said, man, look here, man. The black man emulates the white man. He emulates him, you know. He emulates him. And so it's sad because their women are miserable, y'all, and it's the truth. And their children are miserable because they don't have a mother. You know what I'm saying? They have a father, but they don't have a mother. And the mother's there all day, every day, but they don't have a mother. So they on, they got, they been, they been on therapy for damn near 20 goddamn years of their life and on drugs prescribed by the therapist. That shit wild, ain't it? It's sad. And so this black man that wants to imitate the the white man is, is is trying to do it like that too. But that shit, you man, them babies get fucked up that way. They want a mama. You know what I'm saying? They want a mama and a daddy, not a daddy with a wife that had them out they pussy. Like like they want both. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the disconnect is with the mother and child. That shit's sad. I don't like when me and my babies are. If I ever felt a disconnect, girl, I don't play that shit. I don't play that shit. But there ain't never been a disconnect. Yeah, ain't nobody finna goddamn disconnect that. That bond. Mm-mm. No way. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Man is nothing but mud. You know what I'm saying? No fucking way. But I, I just want these bitches to be mothers, man, because it's it's such a sad situation when there's not a, you know, connection and they grow up like, you know, knives at their moms, you know what I'm saying? Never choose a man over your babies. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. You never, you never. I don't give a fuck what society put in your head, motherfucker. You got to fight it. You cannot do what the majority does. It ain't working. No, man. That shit, you know. It ain't working. This is some strength. Yo, man, I had, it was like my mom was in the house, right? I'm laying on my back. Newbie, check this shit out. I'm laying on my back, and I'm half asleep, so asleep or something. And my mom was in my house, and she was peeping through the bedroom door. And she says, I hate you, Tara. And I could see my body laying there, and I could see her at the door, cracked, saying it. And I said to myself, I said, Told these motherfuckers you hate me. <laughs> I said, now I got something to go to the show. I swear I said this shit. I said, now I can go back on the show and tell these motherfuckers that bitch hate me. She hate me. Yeah. She hate me. She hate me, man. And and that's fine. I said it before. Anybody remember me telling y'all that she hate me? Anybody remember me telling y'all? She hate me. She do. Yeah, you remember that? This is after my father passed, and it was just all that shit. She hate me, right? And so um, 
and I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel. I just want to tell y'all, I don't. It's not a bad thing for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay. As long as a mother hate, I'm okay. But I can. I'm not gonna hate my mother. You see what I'm saying? I am not gonna hate my mother. So I feel as long as it's something. You feel me? But man, the worst thing for real is is to hate your mama, not your mama to hate you. You know what I'm saying? The worst thing is to hate your mama. That's my God. She can hate me all day, every day. I, I, that is not, I'm okay with that. As long as I do not hate her, period. That, right. that's, how, that's how I see that shit. But she said that shit, girl, in the doorway. I hate you. Show damn deal. I can deal. with that. Yeah, man, that shit was wild. Right. That's the difference. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? I am okay with that. I'm just not be. I'm, I would never be okay. I don't think my life would be great if I had a hate for my mother. You know what I'm saying? For real. Yeah. I, 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 I don't think my life, hell no, hell no. I'm not, hell no, I'm not going down for that. Specific, tell me the difference. Newbie, that's a mother. That's my mother. It's okay for her to hate her goddamn kids. Shit, in my book, it's okay, but her children shouldn't hate her. You know what I'm saying? You got me, baby? What do you mean I know let go? I'm a little fucking confused with you. Specific, bruh, tell me. Specific. Now, I mean you hating Brenda. No, I don't hate my mother. That's why I'm okay. Like, when when that happened today, you know what I'm saying? That shit was wild, man. Like, she was literally in my, the doorway of my bedroom. It was cracked. And she said, I hate you. Yeah. That shit was wild, man. It was like an out-of-body experience. Like, I saw her ass, man. And I, it was her voice. And she had on this gray something, something gray on. Yep, peeping on the crack of my door in the room I'm sleeping in. And I, it was out-of-body experience. So I saw me laying there, and I saw her ass. I'm asleep, in a sleep. You got it? Uh, the, this body here is sleep. And the body, in, the body that, that is laying there and the woman that is talking to the body that sleep. I'm out of the body, looking at the body that sleep, and seeing the woman through the crack saying, "I hate you, I hate you, Tara." Yep. And so I wrote it off like you know, like I mean, the first, when I said when I saw it happen and I heard her say it, all I just said was, "Man, I can't wait to go back on the show and let these motherfuckers know this shit." That this bitch do hate me. <laughs> but I'm okay with that. As long as I don't hate my mama, baby, because I'm a hater. I am a hater, baby. And I just don't ever want to hate my mama, so I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Because I, 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 I hated my son, newbie. You know what I'm saying? And I'm learning to get that shit out. I hated my son. So, you know, 
Like I say, it's okay to hate your goddamn child, motherfucker. That child did not hate his mama. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, that's that's why there's I, I, no way. I, I don't hate back. You know what I'm saying? I don't hate back because I know you hate me. You my mama, man. I love you. You know what I'm saying? Unconditionally. Yeah, creators are allowed to hate. Absolutely. There you go, baby. You know what I'm saying? Not not the creation. Absolutely. 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 You know what I'm saying? Not not the mother. You can hate your dad all day goddamn long. You can hate what you think is your brother or your sister or your aunt or your uncle. But you can't hate you're not supposed to hate your mama. Mm mm. Mm mm. Mm mm. Mm-mm. So I'm okay with that. I'm a mother too, so I understand. You got every right to hate hate something that came through you. You know what I'm saying? That's that's your right to hate something that came through you. You know what I'm saying? And you're not pleased with it, and you can hate it all day if you like for the rest of your goddamn life. That's your that's your God mother gift. You can hate or love. Goddamn it. <laughs> But yo, Shawty said that shit, girl. Woo! I said, man, that shit was wow. Her spirit or something came in the door. Like they wanted to show me, man, your mama hate your ass. They wanted to show me that. And I laid on my back, Noob. This is why I said this for you, Noob. I laid on my back and I said, show me the things. Show me what I need to know or something. Show me what you want me to know. Next thing I know, she was at the door saying, I hate you. Yeah, she was at the door. I'm looking at my body in the bed and her at the door. Shit, wow. Mm-hmm. Yep, I know she do. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if it came by way of my dad, but I know it's always been there. You know what I'm saying? You got dropped off, call back in. Where we at? Yeah, you can call back in. But yeah, I don't, I don't know where it came from. But uh, why? It could be a lot of reasons, you know. It, it could be a lot of reasons. One, um, you know, shit. I mean, hey, my children better than hers. Let me put that on record. Number one, let me write this down. Could be my baby's better than her children. Could be that. Could also be, you know what she said to me? She said this shit to me the other day. She said, you turned Doc against me. This what that what she said. I said, what you mean? What the fuck? What? Huh? You turned Doc against me. I said, Mama, what the what what did what? How did I do? This? What the fuck? What what happened? Never mind. Just let it go. That's what she said. Okay, so I'm going to throw Doc on the table. My nigga better than yours. <laughs> so got my children better than her children. My nigga better than her goddamn nigga. Uh, let me keep going. <laughs> I ain't let that head on that motherfucker. Um, um, her man listened to me over her. So we can put that in there too. Okay? You like that? Okay, I can throw that in there. Her nigga don't listen to her. Her nigga listen to me. So, all right, let's start from the top. My children better than your children. What was the second one? 
<laughs> Since you want to know where, where could it be? Okay, what was the second one again? I should write this shit down. Uh, what was the other one? Fuck, I forgot. The last one was my nigga. Oh, my my nigga better than your nigga. Uh, and your nigga listen to me and don't listen to you. What's next? Let <laughs> me think of some more. Um, she can't have a way with me. You hear me? Because she fucked that up a long time ago. So let's put that down. She can't have her way with me. You got me? So that's another one. You hear me? Uh, so what's that for? She can't have her way with me because she fucked that up. Um, I left her. That's, that should be another one, which I really didn't leave my mama. But, you know, I left her. You know, uh, you ain't coming out your pocket every day for her. Yeah, 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 because she fucked that up, you know. Um, yeah, and um, and my girls and my son is crazy about their mama. So she can't really come between that, you know, but they love her, you know. They, they 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 love my mama, but that's not enough. They want she wants them to denounce me as their mother, and they won't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? And they won't do it. They won't denounce me. Um, you know, and so that's another one. I can keep going, and I still love her. I still love her, even you know. She slanders me to my children, and I still love her because that's my mama. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you know, you can, they, she try to slander, but it doesn't work. And I think, okay, that's the next one. And she mad at it. She's been trying ever since they came into the world, and the shit don't work. You know, so it could be anything. I can call and find out, though. You know what I'm saying? I'll wait till she's drunk or something get the truth out because that shit ain't going to work. But, uh, yeah, she wants to be me. You know what I'm saying? She wants she wants to be me, uh, you know, to my, to my babies. And sorry that position is already filled. You know what I'm saying? That's that grandmama syndrome, you know what I'm saying? But that's, you know, only time that grandmama syndrome worked is when, when the mama dropped the babies off and the grandmama raised the babies, and that's a natural taking over the mother's uh, position. But, you know, you can't take over my position because I stay a mama. You know what I'm saying? So you, so I don't understand, you know, you play, play, your, play, your, play your part, three-stack. You got a role, but it ain't, it's, it's not a major role. It's not that important. It's an extra in my movie. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of things, you know, for real. And, yeah, she said that the other day, though. You had Doc. She said, I turned Doc against her. And I told Doc that shit. Doc was like, Brenda can do no wrong. Yeah, he was like, man, I 
fucking love your mom, man. Like, I, no way, no way I will ever turn against your mother. I said, I know. I know. I said, I love your mama. She can do no wrong. I said, I know. But to be said, I turned you against her. <laughs> That's the point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so, but, you know, she went, you know, she just came out and said that shit, man. That shit wild, you know. But first of all, bitch, that's my nigga, okay? Now, you can't, you know, like, you know, that ain't got nothing to do with you, to be honest with you, bitch. My nigga do what I say. So, you know what I'm saying, like, it don't matter. You know, even though Doc say she she can do no wrong, he really mean that shit. And that bitch done done so fucking wrong, he taught me that my mama can do no wrong. You understand? That's why I still love her, because he taught me that, you know, our mothers can do no wrong. I had to learn that shit. And so, you know, sometimes you forget. You, you're you lashing out as a child, but you a mother your goddamn self. You know what I'm saying? So I have to always remember I am a mother looking at the faults of my own mother as if I ain't got foe looking at my ass and looking at the faults of me. So I had to step out of that child mentality and realize this bitch can't, he right, this she can't do no wrong. You know what I'm saying? So no matter what, you know, even when my mama said, you know, Sananda don't like when I slander you. I just laugh because I think it's the cutest shit ever because, you know, like, <laughs> She literally tell me some shit. All the foul shit she done said to me, said to my babies, and it's just the cutest thing because that is the truth. Like, yo, you can't do. And listen, she hasn't done no wrong to me because I won't let her anymore. So I can love all the wrong that she done and write it as if she did not nan wrong. You know what I'm saying? But I just won't. I just won't let her wrong me. So I love her. Like you know what I'm saying? Like the past, all that shit, man. Like it is what it is. You know? So I don't. I don't fault her. I don't fault that lady, man. Yeah. So I can't. I can't. I can't hate her. But I'm. I'm. I'm glad that you know she. She hates me. I'm glad it's her that hates me and not me that hates her because I am the God of hate. And that is one thing that I had to get rid of for my mama was hate a long time ago. That's all. You feel me? You understand, newbie? I had to get rid of that, like, no fucking way because, God damn, I'm good at hate. And I can hate. I can hate to the point I black out and your life is fucked up. I can fuck you up with this hate, and I do not want that. I do not want that on my mama or my children or Doc. I have to check that shit every fucking time because hate come quick. Hate come quick. Hate come in a hurry. There's thieves in the temple tonight. (laughs) Motherfucker. Hey, come on me quick, that a motherfucker, baby. They don't care where they kick, just as long as they hurt you. There's thieves in the temple, yo. Hey, baby, fuck that. 
And I love hate. Y'all know I love hate. God knows I love hate. The dead knows I love hate. The living knows I love hate. God damn it. Every motherfucking thing with more than five senses know I love hate. I love it. I love it, God damn it. <laughs> fuck. I love me. I love I love it. I love it. It's the most beautiful goddamn thing, man. Yo, nigga, you know I preach a hate doctrine. Quick, fast, in a hurry, motherfucker. It's beautiful. And I'm so glad God put hate between me and the devil. Because I'm, I'm the only living bitch left with that damn uh, enmity. I'm the only one. I'm the only last, last in the cable remaining on this planet, motherfucker. <laughs> that shit strong, goddamn. That's my dominant trait, motherfucker. That is not the receptor. <laughs> that's my dominant. Motherfucker had me with my dominant trait. I'm going to say, hey, motherfucker, that's my dominant trait right there. That motherfucker right there, baby, like a nose on the face is right there looking right at your goddamn ass. You have to raise all the new ones. What you talking about, boo? The new seeds. You talking about the new ones, new bit, the new seeds. Man, I fucking love it, man. It's just, oh, boy. I've been asking motherfucker, give me a reason. Give me a reason. You know how motherfuckers long to love again? I long to hate again. Give me a goddamn reason. Boy, I long to. I just don't like the absence of hate. Every damn day is not an absence of hate. So I have to go back in my past and and grab it so I can feel good for the moment. Because the absence of hate is like I'm void, I'm missing something. So I go back in my past. I sure do. I travel down goddamn memory lane and pull that shit up so I can feel better sitting right here. Motherfucker, God damn it, I ain't even hate today. Let me think about this motherfucker, what this motherfucker did to me. Yeah, feel good, shit. Feel good. God damn it. Now, for the record, now, don't, don't get me wrong. Now, I, I love to be loved, but I hate that. But I love to hate, see, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel this love. This is divine love. I like feeling that from time to time, and that's good, and that's real good, that divine love, not love from humans, not love from chocolate cake or, you know, Love from anything, you know, I'm saying material, like spiritual, soulful love. I like to feel that because that is pure. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have no, um, it's not defiled. You know what I'm saying? It's not defiled. It's just pure conscience and conscious love, man. They, I feel that from time to time. I'm feeling it right now. I'm about to melt on this show. Woohoo. Woohoo! That is pure. Yeah, it's genuine, man. It's non-attached. It's just I feel it from time to time. I'm feeling it now. Just the more I focus in on the more it's coming, and shit's coming in my being right now as I'm speaking. But that is the love that I love to love. I love to feel that love. That one there. Now, and our humans and shit. You know, I ain't in it all that. Goddamn, keep your love, motherfucker. But um. Yeah, it's genuine. It's void of trickery and deceit and and um and and reciprocal. You know what I'm saying? It's just here, baby. This for you. 
you know, like that type of shit. Then you have to ask, what I do to deserve this? And they say, nothing. <laughs> That's that shit. That's the life right here, man. Say, say nothing. You ain't deserve. You ain't get nothing to deserve this, baby. But here it is for you, boo. That's that real love right there, man. That's that true love. Goddamn, you ain't got to do a goddamn thing, motherfucker. They just, you surrounded with it. It's in you, around you. All that fucking shit, man. That shit, they're fine. They say nothing. Religion, your God of religion, man. Oh, my God, this motherfucker. Man made God up. I'm sorry. Because this motherfucker, him, if you don't suck his dick, you ain't getting no goddamn pie. And I've been studying the God of all these goddamn religions, man. You got to do so fucking much in order to get something that really doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I don't like I don't like that that nigga goddamn that them them man gods believe in reciprocal I don't believe in that shit, bitch. You a god? You do for me, motherfucker, because you say you a god. That's the end of that. I ain't got to do nothing for you. What the fuck? But man made that shit up. Hell yeah, all conditional, all conditional. You got to be out your fucking mind. You know what I'm saying? You done lost your, that man made God up because all the attributes and the actions and the, uh, and the, what's that's called? The ultimatums. That's, that's what man gives you. You know what I'm saying? That's all, you know, you got to do this and get that. If you don't do that, then you ain't getting this. All this goddamn whole ass shit. <laughs> like, motherfucker, hell nah, boo. Hell nah, I don't fuck with I don't fuck with man, goddamn. I don't like man and I don't like God. You got me fucked. I hate both of you motherfuckers. Let me do it. Ooh, ooh, something just came all over me. Feel real good when I said that. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe in that shit. That's how you know mother is God because you know it's it's no paying back. It's it's none of that. She does it genuinely. <laughs> She don't give a shit. But night, man, but these mamas here, boy, ooh, what the fuck happened to y'all mother gods? Y'all done dropped to a man. You should stop letting your children call you mother. They should call you daddy, a brother, a man, or some old shit. Yeah, man, because ain't no way in hell, man, all these goddamn, I couldn't understand this shit. My mama ain't, I, what the fuck? When the fuck you your child owe you five fucking dollars? I got a problem with that shit. That ain't what the fuck. When the fuck they owe you five dollars? You lent you lent them. You lent them twenty dollars for gas, and they they said they'll pay you back, and they ain't paid you back yet. Like what the fuck is that? When the fuck that is not supposed to happen? I don't see you know what I'm talking about. Like that, I'm for real, y'all. That is not supposed to. Fuck. I don't give a fuck. That is not, that only happens in man's world, okay? But in mama world, I'm a do for mine, motherfucker. And you, listen, I don't give a fuck how old you are. You ain't got to ever pay me the fuck back. I ain't no goddamn man. 
ain't no fucking man. If I gave you five fucking dollars for goddamn lunch at five years old and I gave you $20 for gas at 25 years old, you don't have to pay me to fuck back. I am your God. You are not my God. You don't have, you don't owe me shit. That's how I see that shit. I still don't understand how, you know, my mama be like, I got to pay Ricky back. Ricky let me borrow. Ricky, her son. Ricky let me borrow five, uh, $20 and I got to pay him back. What the fuck? That is not the way that, bitch, you pay your enemies back. You give your mother what she motherfucking asked for, motherfucker. <clears throat> and you supposed to tell her to keep that shit. And if you need, and she said, Ricky borrowed $20 from me, and now I ain't got no money, but he said he'll pay me back on Tuesday. Here it is Wednesday. I called him. He said he ain't got it. I'm like, Ma, what the fuck? That's your child. Supposed to be a different type of relationship. What up, Nick Bet? And never expect anything in return. Say, oh, you don't like that. You don't like my mentality. <laughs> I would never. I would never. I'm I'm God, motherfucker. I'm not a man. I would never. I would never. I would never. Which is why I had an issue with um Warrior. You know what I'm saying? I um my my account the check didn't clear in my account and I asked Warrior for a hundred dollars for gas and a carton of cigarettes or some shit and that bitch was like that bitch said to me, that bitch said, Bitch, I want my motherfucking money, bitch. I got shit to do with my money, bitch. Girl, do you hear me? I'm like, what the fuck? We don't supposed to do this shit. What the fuck? What the hell? What the hell got into you, bitch? You got too many men in you. You got that seminal chemical fluid shit. Bitch, we don't operate like that. One woman is God. We don't operate like that. We look out for each other. <laughs> fuck that What the fuck is, bitch was like What the fuck I was like Oh hell nah boo Hell nah baby You got your morals And principles All fucking wrong I swear Ricky should do For your mom And never expect anything And My mom I don't know, but I, I ain't with all that. I don't, I don't like that God shit, that religion-ass man bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I, I just hate that shit. I do not like it. I don't, I don't, you know, men like religion more than goddamn woman, but woman ain't got no choice because she want to pretend that she religion so that man can like her ass. You know that, right? She got to mold and shape herself into a religious goddamn hoe. You know what I'm saying? Because other than that, he'll call a goddamn demon, won't he? A backslider, a sinner, a heathen, a Gentile, or whatever fucking names they got for motherfuckers who ain't finna succumb to that whole shit. Nah, man, I ain't finna do that, God. I ain't got me fucked up, shot man. You do for me because you say you God, nigga. That's the way that shit go. That's the same way how I hold man accountable. You say you the fucking man, you do for me, motherfucker. I ain't got to do shit for you. You taking up the space of God, nigga, when you show up. I'm telling you that right now. God damn it. You you plan you you plan the physical God, nigga. You two things cannot occupy the same space at the same time, boo. They said he all through the Bible and the goddamn Quran. And here you is claiming yourself to be a he. 
So, motherfucker, I ain't got to do shit for you. I ain't got to do nothing. Motherfucker. Nigga be thinking every bitch see, see God and man the same way and act accordingly. I don't. I see God. Cause you know God is a figment of your imagination. If you don't let, if you let somebody else give you the fucking characteristics, the image of God, you fuck. And that's you already know that man. I got my own image and characteristic of God. That motherfucker do everything I fucking ask that motherfucker to do. <laughs> that's my that's my imagination, and it's a fucking male. So that's my imagination, motherfucker. You cannot alter that. I don't give a fuck what man said. I don't give a fuck any goddamn Judaic law, what it say. I ain't got to do all of that. Man made up God. I can make God up too. And that God do everything for me. I ain't got to do a goddamn thing. You hear me? I ain't even got to say that motherfucker name a hundred times. The fuck is that shit? The fuck I look like? No, you God. Fuck I look like. If you God, motherfucker, I expect you to be God. God damn it, you say you God. Then you better act like it, motherfucker. You better act like it. You better act like you motherfucking God, motherfucker, because I ain't got to act like a goddamn thing. You all the goddamn most high highest and shit, motherfucker. You all the goddamn sun, moon, and the goddamn stars and planets and shit, motherfucker. So you the one got to act like it. You motherfucker, you the one got everything. You the one created everything. What the fuck you asking me for some shit? <laughs> what the fuck? You asking me for the shit you created? Why would you be begging and asking me to give you some shit you created? It's your shit. That makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> when the last time your mama... Swank made you a goddamn cake, gave it to you and said, give me a piece of the cake I made. <laughs> give me some of that cake I made. Give me some of that cake I created, motherfucker. If you don't do right by me, I'm going to take that cake I created from you. The fuck is <laughs> Not never, right? Exactly. The fuck? We don't play no whole shit like that, goddamn. My God, do what the fuck I say. That's the point of it being God. The fuck? You feel me? Well, why else is you God? Don't that make sense? Hello? Am I talking to myself? Why the fuck is you God? Then if you can't, what the fuck? In fact, God is like having a genie in a fucking bottle. I don't give a fuck with nobody. You got that genie. You you got that God in that fucking. You just rub that bottle. That motherfucker jump out and said, "I'm at your command." What the fuck do you want me to do, bitch? That what it fuck. God damn it, shit. I'm what the fuck I look like bowing down. Have you ever seen a motherfucker bow down to a genie in a bottle that popped out? They standing upright and said, "Did what I need." Ask me three things and I I make it happen for you. That's it. Period. No praying to it, no goddamn bowing down to it, no saying all this fucking name, none of that shit. Motherfucker, just do what I say. You the one with the power. You know what I'm saying? The greatest one amongst you is a servant, right? If God is the greatest, then God should serve you. Don't make me do it today. That's how I see that shit. God is goddamn here to serve my motherfucking ass. What that look like? Man, fuck that shit up. Man is the inter- intermediary. 
and shit. But if you got me fucked up, baby, I was never born under no goddamn spell or no shit like that. Greatest mother amongst you was a servant. God here to serve. And that right, newbie. Fuck that shit. Other than that, ma'am, you ain't here to goddamn serve. Ain't no, ain't no need, ain't no need for you to be looking down at my motherfucking ass, watching me. No <laughs> fuck, goddamn, you ain't finna goddamn come, come through for a player, boo boo. You ain't finna come through for a player, and I think, as you see, and I know, man, uh, man made up God when that motherfucker said you can't have no other gods before me and shit. For I'm a jealous God, that ain't number man right there, ain't a newbie. That ain't number man right there, ain't it? That ain't number man right there. Man, teach that doctrine of faithful and loyal, and you get shit, you get nothing. Are you fucking kidding me? What do I get? What do I get? And then Dr. Yor said, it's not what you get, it's what you earn. I ain't got time to earn no goddamn thing with God. This is the most powerful motherfucker on the planet. You can never earn nothing. You can never earn it. <laughs> this motherfucker's assigned to your ass. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker's assigned to you unless God is a goddamn man. Goddamn, you're going to have to do a lot to get that man to do some shit for you. Got a goddamn... What do you say? You love the devil because he gives you nothing. You love God because he gives you nothing. You got. You better get that that other God out your head and create you a God for yourself, a God that works for you and with you. And that right, newbie. Y'all nigga better imagine. You better create your own God, man. Man did it, and look where it got you. No fucking well. That's why you ain't fucking with it. That's why you better imagine a God that is willing and able to work with you and for you and serve you and go get anything you ask that motherfucker get, boo. God damn it, with no reciprocation. Jenny in the bottle. And they're right new, but Jenny in the bottle, man, just roll that bottle, God, jump on and say, what you need? 17 pies. Got it. Boom, 17 pies. What the fuck is you talking about? Hell yeah, no strings attached, man. What the fuck is this shit? Yeah. That's why women really look for a righteous God, because these are some unrighteous fucking gods. They unrighteous. They sick. They twisted. They're fucked up. They defile. Yeah, God of all them damn books. They are fucked up. Bitches be looking for a genuine God. Do I have to serve you? No, I am here to serve you. You ask and it shall be given. You seek and ye shall find. You knock and the door shall open. Period. That's it. Just ask and it will be given to you. And that's right. That's how it's supposed to be. But I don't pray. I don't wear white. I fuck up white clothes. But they still, you know, it ain't got no, it don't got no goddamn strings attached, man. Fuck that shit. That's all man shit. All man mentality. God is pure and holy. God don't want nothing from you. God just want to help you. Right? God just want to help you realize that God is here. You know? I'm, I'm your God. I'm here. For you, 
not to curse you, you know what I'm saying, not to damn you, but to help you. That's a God right there. Give you what you don't have. If if you're deaf, I'll make you hear. If you're blind, I'll make you see. If you're dumb, I'll give you knowledge. You know what I'm saying? That's a real God right there, man. Shit, ain't nobody about this shit. Have to goddamn... Oh, shit. Fuck up people's lives in the name of God, you know? That God got people belittling each other. You know that, newbie? Religion wars and shit, even in the homes, you know what I'm saying? You're beating people up over the head based on your God. Your God is the devil then if it got you doing all that shit. Your God must not be good if it got you doing that shit. That's all I'm saying, man. That's some wrong-ass shit. But man made that God up. Anyway, uh, I got something for y'all, though. I want y'all to... um. Since this shit fucked me up, man, that's why I don't like listening to hot damn politics. It's always sad, 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 sad. Because you got the Ministry of Truth now, 1984. NSOC is coming. Devil speaking, all that shit. This is uh, when language is used to deceive you, how devil speak distort reality and corrupt thought. This came out in nineteen in nineteen eighty nine, right after nineteen eighty four drop. You feel me? Nineteen eight, not right after nineteen eighty four, but it was called nineteen eighty four. The book was called nineteen eighty four, and so this is the most triflingest shit ever. Give me one second. Let me read J one. In Manhunter movie, Graham said, "The children mean nothing to me. They were put here to help me." Manhunter. Is that the one um, dealing with um, the man that eat people? Hannibal Lecter. Was that called Manhunter? Was uh, J. One? I think it was, I think it was well, Hannibal Lecter in that movie, right? Manhunter, wasn't it? Okay. So he said the children mean nothing to me. They were put here to help me. Yeah. That's the mentality right there. 1986, wow. Well, we're in 1989. Let me open this up so y'all can take a look at this. Man, I know it's going to end up being choppy. Y'all niggas going to need to refresh. I still don't understand. Y'all might be right. Internet connection probably on my part. Probably unhook this Orbi and put in another Orbi. I got more than one Orbi. Maybe it's that. Um, Here we go. Oh, let me let y'all see if y'all want to see over here. And we got 10 minutes. We're going into overtime, boys and girls. So if you want in, you want your mic open or whatever, hurry up and call in, Skype, or whatever that other shit called. Um, whatever I told y'all earlier, shit, the Direct Connect on the on the website. You can get in from Direct Connect. You don't even have to use your phone. All right, so here we go. Um this double speak, this is very important, and I think we need a refresher, you know what I'm saying, about this double speak. And 
Yeah, and before that, let me pull this up real quick before before this, before we go into this. Um, go to Instagram real quick. I want you all to hear something. Um, this is mind control, by the way, okay? Even though y'all have y'all mind in control and nothing, no one else controls your mind, but this is just to tell you, uh, just, just, just some more, you know what I'm saying, just some more confirmation and shit, man. These sick-ass, wildebeest-ass motherfuckers, man, they can't stand humans. And good thing you're not one. Uh, hold on. How do I get it? How do I see my story? I'm going to go to profile because I posted it this morning. Uh, oh, here's one for y'all real quick. Um, mosquitoes. At least seven states report mosquitoes carrying diseases. Um, at least seven states report mosquitoes carrying diseases that can paralyze humans. The CD, yeah. And remember, your boy created this. Got them on uh, what you call it, modified mosquitoes now. So it's paralyzing people. This old sick fuck here. Uh, give me a say. Here we go, right here. Damn, y'all can hear? Can y'all hear? Okay, why well, ain't got no sound? Give me a second. Strange, I don't have sound. Y'all got sound? Oh, no one of y'all ain't got sound. This bitch choppy. Fuck! God damn, I gotta go to the other computer. I gotta go to the other computer. God damn it, evil motherfucker. Yeah, I gotta do something with this shit. I still don't understand. I'm going to the other computer. Um, I don't, I don't understand why this shit be choppy like this. This some whole ass shit. Yep, choppy. All right, fuck. God damn, I mean, I got to get up, take my ass to the other computer. All right, which means I'm going to have to take it and play it um, from the other one as well. So I tell you what, what I'm going to do real quick, I'm going to play a short clip. I'm going to play a short clip. Be right back. Y'all call in, hang up, or whatever like this, because I'm pretty sure you're going to want to say something to this. Let me see. Let me see what I'm going to play. Can we all agree that we've all been mind fucked and tricked? Can we all agree that we've all been mind fucked and tricked? Can we all agree to that? Can we just agree to that?
your show now, press 1 to hear. Since it appears you're calling back in. Goodbye. Can we all agree that we've all been mind-fucked and tricked? Can we all agree to that? Can we just agree to that? Restaurants, 
everywhere with food deserts, with this notion that alcohol is a health food or marijuana is innocuous uh, or the news is in fact the news. Because the news is not the news. The news is a marketing device for advertisers to make money. And they scare you. There are millions of amazing things happening yesterday, but you never hear about because they don't get eyeballs. Fear is a primitive response. The brain pays attention to fear first. And so they scare you. And in that way, they can sell you medications that have this laundry list of side effects. I was an evil ruler, and I wanted to create mental illness. What would I do? I'd create American society with fast food restaurants everywhere, with food deserts, with this notion that alcohol is a health food, or marijuana is innocuous, uh, or the news is in fact the news, because the news is not the news. The news is a marketing device for advertisers to make money. And they scare you, where millions of amazing things happened yesterday, but you never hear about because they don't get eyeballs. Fear is a primitive response. The brain pays attention to fear first. And so they scare you. And in that way, they can sell you the medications that have this laundry list of side effects. That is, man. That's the model health show right there. If I was an evil ruler and wanted to create mental illness, what would I do? I'll create American society with fast food restaurants everywhere. Remember, this about mental illness. With food, desserts, with this notion that alcohol is a health food or marijuana is innocuous or the news is, in fact, the news because the news is not the news. The news is a marketing device for advertisers to make money, and they scare you where millions of amazing things happened yesterday, but they won't tell you about that, but you never hear about them. Because they don't get eyeballed. Fear is the primitive response. Fear first. The brain pays attention to fear first. So they scare you, and that way they can sell you the medication. They have a laundry list of side effects, all that type of shit. All right, when language, when language is used to deceive you, how devil speak distorts reality and corrupts thought. I, I won't be able to play it all the way, but here y'all go, boys and girls. From a company named Bell South. Exactly what you'd expect from one of the leading communications companies in the world. Bell South. Everything you expect from a leader. Coming up next, join us Damn, for a segment. We will spend an hour with author William Lutz. who will talk about his book titled Do I got the mic in the after party? Deals with the ways languages are used to deceive. William Lutz, what is double speak? 
doublespeak is language designed to evade responsibility, make the unpleasant appear pleasant, the uh, unattractive appear attractive. Basically, it's language that pretends to communicate, but really doesn't. It is language designed to mislead while pretending not to. Is it done consciously? Oh, yes, very consciously. Doublespeak is not a slip of the tongue or a mistaken use of language. It's exactly the opposite. It is language used by people who are very intelligent and very sophisticated in the use of language and know that you can do an awful lot with language. Who's the worst offender? In sheer bulk? Yes. Sheer numbers of examples? The government. If we count government from the local level all the way up to the federal level, I had to stop writing the chapter on government doublespeak. It was going to take over the whole book. But interestingly enough, and this was a revelation in doing the book, about a half a step behind comes business with a tremendous amount of doublespeak. How long has the government been using doublespeak? Um, I think of government as the third oldest profession, and probably from the moment government was instituted, doublespeak came with it. I cite examples from uh, the 5th century B.C. in Greece, um, Julius Caesar, when he pacified Gaul. Of course, uh, Nazi Germany thrived on doublespeak. So it's been around for quite Damn, a while. Damn, y'all ain't got sound yeah. over there, do you? In... Uh, 1978, I became uh, head of the Committee on Public Doublespeak, and in 1980, I started editing the Quarterly Review of Doublespeak, and that's when I became very interested in it, simply because I, as editing, I have all the examples of doublespeak sent to me, and so I wade through them all. What got you interested in it? My interest in rhetoric. Uh, I did, uh, in my PhD, I did work in rhetoric, and I was interested in rhetoric, and in 1977, I published a textbook called The Age of Communication which was a little different at the time, I tried to examine the rhetoric of television, radio, the mass media, advertising, taking uh, Aristotle's classical rhetoric and apply it to modern media. I had a lot of fun doing that. And as a result of that textbook, I was asked to join the committee. And I saw rhetoric and language coming all together in doublespeak in an interesting way. Universities also have a problem with doublespeak, don't they? Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, I... I continually bite the hand that feeds when I cite uh, Rutgers, and I, at least every issue, I have an example from Rutgers University. One of my favorite, we don't have uh, a physical education department at Rutgers. We have a department of human kinetics. Why? Well, I also point out in my book that people in physical education um, have come up with all of these different terms because they've gone professional. They now have their own journals. So they have their own academic jargon. And as the dean at Minnesota who wanted to change the name of his physical education school said, we're not taken seriously unless we have a name like this. We can't get the grants. We can't publish the articles. How long have you been at Rutgers? Since 1971. What do you teach? Uh, I teach a variety of courses in the English Rutgers department. Rutgers is diabolic. Um, linguistics and some Victorian literature. And I also teach a survey course uh, that's required of all students. We start with the Iliad and the Odyssey and work our way up. Is there any example in history, in ancient history and uh, literature of doublespeak? Yes, I, one I cite just as a passing example is Thucydides in the uh, 5th century BC in the Peloponnesian War. During the war, there was uh, a very vicious civil war in Athens at that time. And Thucydides points out that at that time, the very language itself became corrupted to their own ends. Uh, acts of cowardice became acts of great bravery. Uh, 
uh, traitorous deeds towards friends became patriotic acts, and he cites the whole list. And it's interesting that Thucydides cites this corruption of language as the ultimate in horror that occurred during that civil war. Do you ever personally find yourself using doublespeak? Oh, yeah. When I was uh, uh, head of the department, I had to engage in doublespeak. You you have to write uh, recommendations. You have to write personnel evaluation forms. I had to pitch for more money. And so you use the doublespeak of bureaucracy as anyone else. If I were uh, a bureaucrat who who would function within the bureaucracy using straight language, um, I wouldn't be taken seriously. It's a sort of ritualistic use of language. Are you in this whole world of doublespeak because you want to get rid of it? Oh, yes. I, uh, I don't think you'll ever get rid of it. I don't think we can. It is inherent in the function of language, to, to use language to, as a weapon or as a tool to manipulate other people. However, I think there are two things we can do. First of all, we can all become much more aware of this language. We should be aware of it so that we can at least be defensive and, and defend ourselves so that we're not misled through it. But secondly, there are times when we simply cannot tolerate this language. When we talk about important public issues of national policy, we should not use doublespeak as a nation. We should not use it ourselves. We should not allow the politicians who are speaking to us to use it. Language that way can be terribly corrupting in a society and can mislead all of us. And in a democracy that depends upon the active participation of its citizens, it can lead to cynicism and resentment and a withdrawal from the political process. Is that, does that have anything to do with the reason why the... Only 50% of the American people voted in 1988. I have a, a hypothesis that I would love to test, and, and I hope sometime to be able to do that. I would love to, to be able to track the pervasiveness of doublespeak as it grew, along with the decline in voting. Because the reaction I get to doublespeak from a lot of, uh, of readers of the Quarterly Review as they write to me is, well, of course I know this language. I see it all over the place. I see it all the time. But you know, what, what else can you expect from politicians? They all lie. They all use doublespeak. It is that cynicism which leads to there's nothing I can do about it, so people withdraw and pull back. This book uh, is in the bookstores? Yes, it is. It's 1795? Yes. Uh, how'd you do this book? I did the book. Uh, and somebody asked me, how long did it take you to write the book? I said it took me 10 years to research it and six months to write it. I sat down and tried to make sense out of all the doublespeak that I've been collecting because there is a, a tendency to have a perception that it is scattered hither and on. The function of the book is to gather it and focus Did y'all it. hear that nigga said it took him 10 years to research and six months to write? Why, when it came to this goddamn COVID bullshit, niggas only took their ass one day to figure out they were going to get the goddamn shot? Talking about they did the research and shit. <laughs> Nigga, it's going to take you longer than goddamn one day, motherfucker, to find out. <laughs> okay, sorry, I digress. Um, I'm trying to figure out what is devil speak. It's probably that bullshit I catch every damn time they be saying, and I know it's bullshit. But I still want to know because this is on YouTube. This is 1989, and um, shit, yo, we were babies, weren't we? When language is used to deceive you, how devil speak distorts reality and corrupts thought. To show you that there is a pattern and oh. a progression. 
Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start playing for the first hour, y'all, 1984, because we did it on the show. So y'all can really keep up with that shit. I'm going to start playing it. What a day. Tuesday, I'm going to start playing it in the new day. 1984. Yeah, 1984. So y'all can understand that double speak shit, you know, for those that missed it. Into this language. And I, I still don't get it, but I get it. In the beginning and the humorous uses of double speak, but leading to the more important uses of double speak by government, the Pentagon, and the issues of nuclear war and peace and how Doublespeak corrupts that whole process. A couple of little things. How did you choose Harper and Rowe? Uh, actually, it, there were two or three publishers, and I chose Harper and Rowe because of the editor at Harper and Rowe, Steve Van Dusen, who was one of the most respected editors in, in the profession. And it was someone I thought would understand the book and would um, help me uh, focus it and guide it. And that's why I, I went with Harper and Rowe. Did you name it? Well, yes, I did. Uh, I, I had a whole bunch of titles. And I was, I was advised not to call it doublespeak, to come up with some other kind of descriptive title. But I wanted to, because a lot of people aren't sure what they mean by doublespeak. So I put the subhead in there, from revenue enhancement to terminal living. People recognize that immediately. They, they may not be quite sure what doublespeak is, but boy, they know what revenue enhancement is in terminal living. They've seen enough of that. I have language. no idea what fun that shit is. It's in the fourth printing. What's that mean? No sound. They sold out the first printing. They sold out the second printing. They sold out the third printing, and they're into the fourth. And the bookstores can't keep it on the shelves. Um, a lot of bookstores don't have it because it's back ordered. Um, they sell them as fast. Essential. As they can no sound. How big is it printed? Well, the first printing was seventeen thousand five hundred. The um, second and third printings were six thousand copies each. And I think the third printing was bigger, but I'm not sure how much. Uh, I haven't found out how much that is. So it's at least another six thousand. Have you had any feedback? Uh, the feedback I've gotten from reviewers, uh, which generally like the book, um, the only thing I've been faulted for is my humor. I guess I'm a little too funny at times for their taste. The, uh, otherwise, the response from the press has been interesting. Awful lot of reporters. Associated Press did two stories on the book. Uh, there were wire press stories in England, and you can't even buy the book in England. And I've done interviews with the BBC, and a friend of mine who lives in Ireland called me up and said it's it was all in the newspapers there. Um, and he said, you can't even buy the book here. And they, they were all interested in it. So the press, the, the working press, has been fascinated by the book. And I've gotten a lot more reaction from the press than I have from the traditional book reviewers. Have you been on the book tour? Yes, I've done the book tour. And I'm an academic. This is my ninth book, but it's my first trade book. I was unprepared for the world. I need this nigga to explain no, what devil speak is. Novel. All this damn talking novel. and rhetoric, no, man, ain't getting me nowhere. A nigga posted it on my page. Um, the book entitled Word Magic, The Powers of a Code Definition of Words by Pao Chang is an excellent read. I highly recommend it. Who want to know how deceiving and manipulative our language really is? Uh, I, mm, the corruption of language was the ultimate horror of war. Um, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, James, chapter 1, verse 8. Yeah, this guy isn't asking the right. Yeah, man, like, motherfucker, what the fuck is double speak? I don't even know why this nigga posted this bullshit on my page. God damn, nigga just signed a title and just put those, look here, bitch. Don't be posting shit on my page without your ass, goddamn. I actually checked this book out from the library 
and ate it up back in the 90s as a young man in the early 20s. It weaponized my awareness of devil speak at an early age. I just stumbled on this random recommendation in 2022 as a man in his early 50s. I can't stress enough to the youth. Did they say I just joined the fucking chat room? I, it weaponized, uh, oh, man, what the fuck is devil speak, man? What the fuck is double speak? Here's what they got. Double speak is a language that deliberately obscures, disguises, distorts, or reverses the meaning of words. Double speak may take the form of euphemism, downsizing for layoffs, and servicing the target for bombing, in which case it is primarily meant to make the truth sound more palatable, palatable, it may also refer to intentional ambiguity in language or the actual inversion of meaning. In such cases, double speak disguises the nature of the truth. Double speak is most closely associated with political language. The world, just like they got the minister of truth, which means that they're gonna be spewing out lies to the masses. So they use like words like that, Nick You know what I'm saying? like fat checker, and then they come with false information. So they have people thinking they're about to give them the facts, but they give them that falsified bullshit. Um, and like listening to Hot Damn Politics last Wednesday, uh, Neff said that uh, your boy Biden set up the minister of truth. So now it's going to really have these dumb fucks believe that everything come out their mouth is nothing but the truth because you're the minister of truth. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, let's see, doublespeak derives from two concepts of George Orwell's novel 1984, doublethink and newspeak. Uh, though the term is not used in the book, another variant, double talk, also referred to deliberately ambiguous speech, did exist at the time Orwell wrote his book, but the usage of doublespeak as well as double talk in the sense emphasizing ambiguity, clearly postdates the publication of 1984. Parallels have also been drawn between doublespeak and Orwell's classic blah, 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 blah. In our time, political speech and writing are largely the defense of the indefensible. Thus, political language has to consist largely of euphemism, question-begging, and sheer cloudy vagueness, the great enemy of clear language is insincerity, uh, where there is a gap between one's real and one's declared aims. One turns, as it were, instinctively two long words and exhaustion idioms. Like, I just heard, I just heard my goddamn subconscious. Goddamn. Develop that shit that nigga told me. That nigga was like, I'm from Africa. You know, we treat our women like a queen. That nigga treated me like I was a motherfucker. Well, tried to treat a bitch like I was less than a goddamn woman. They say one thing and do the other. They not clear. So my dumb ass should have asked the nigga, what do you mean, treat like a queen? What the fuck are you saying? How do y'all actually treat a queen? Give me some examples, bitch. 
But so these little words like that have you falling for them motherfuckers without questioning and giving them, giving them, nigga, you had to answer that. What the fuck you mean? What the fuck you mean, our children? Just like I tell you what devil speak was. I give you one. Um, the year of the child. Remember that one? Remember that one? The year of the child. The devil came up with that throne, with that throne, right? With that saying, the year of the child, and everybody thinking it was their child, but it had nothing to do with their child. It was the goddamn what? Twelve. How many children they had? The devil had during that year, newbie. It was only about them, the devil's babies. Had nothing to do with your goddamn baby. The year of the child. No child is left behind act. That stupid shit. They lie. They're liars. Yeah, they are. This, it was 12. Okay, thank you, newbie. 12. The devil had 12 babies and called it the year of the child. And the government actually was the one that put it out there as the most campaign, like they were serious about kids. But what they was doing to other kids was kidnapping them, abducting them, and doing other type of shit while they were raising, you know, their little devil babies perfectly and carefully and strategically to take the seats of political power and all that other type of shit. Yeah, so um, words like... uh, Words like Black Lives Matter, that's devil speak, motherfucker, okay, meaning black lives don't matter. As a matter of fact, didn't I tell y'all not too long ago, maybe a day ago, yesterday ago, last strong ago, didn't I tell y'all it's it's election time coming up so they got to kill a nigga so y'all can be emotional and shit? They got to have that in their campaign? Well, yeah, they just killed a nigga. Uh, supposedly just killed the nigga, cop killed the unarmed, unarmed nigga, which I call an unarmed motherfucker, executed the nigga, so-called body cam caught it and all that shit. So I told y'all that was coming. Y'all ain't had one since George Floyd. They always got to do it around election time. You got me? This is what that happens, and they're going to play on these Negroes' emotions and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But they always got to do it for black people because to get them out to vote. Like, enough is enough. The only way we can stop this shit if we vote. You know, remember? You know, that was the same during the election uh, with, um, with your boy. So, you know, black people are so fucking stupid, man. All they fall for everything won't stand for nothing. So stupid. Tell them I said it. So, yeah, man, little, little, um, yeah, so they don't set it up in a nigga body cam. People going to believe it. You know what I'm saying? But they always got to do it so niggas can start tearing up shit and then get ready to vote, organize, and get this racism, do something about the police and shit like that. So the only way y'all can make change is if you vote. And then what they say? Only way we can make change if we vote. Because they need niggas vote. So just watch and see how this play out. Right now they're staging it. They're getting it ready. And on the other side of town, the Black Lives Matter bitch, this bitch confessed that she, <laughs> this stupid bitch, she confessed that she, um, she the co-founder of Black Lives Matter. She admits that she lied about the use of $6 million, $6 million L.A. mansion. So she come at, she she now confessed that she lied. Black Lives Matter, her name Patrice Colors or some shit. She cleared the air about her personal use of about $6 million mansion she purchased 
allegedly was donated Black Lives Matter funds, and she previously denied using the seven-bedroom mansion for her own personal purpose. So she spoke to the Associated Press and admits using the mansion to throw parties for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris' inauguration. And we did show we did show um, a list of um, monies on the Black Lives Matter page that they were donating to Democratic parties. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember that about three years ago? Yeah, about three years ago, we went into Black Lives Matter, and all the money that they were giving, they put it in the um, Democratic parties and shit, a list of everybody's name. All right, so um, she also threw a party for her son's birthday. Uh, she has been under siege since New York Magazine broke the story about her real estate portfolio in um, 2020. Uh, at the time, she slammed the report as racist. That's the first thing a nigga going to do. Yeah, racist, even though you a liar, nigga. A ra- she said it's racism and shit when that shit first broke out in 2020. And she insisted the house was purchased for Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation to work, create content, host meetings, and foster creativity. Uh, this bitch, her name is Patrice. She resigned from the organization last year, said the mansion was purchased as a safe place, as a safe space for black people in the community, where black residents are less than 3% of the population. She also claimed that Black Lives Matter hasn't used the house because the property needed repairs and renovations. Meanwhile, this bitch and her modern family have not had a moment of rest since they moved into the spacious Studio City, California home. New trucks are parked outside the home day and night. Reporters jockey for a position on the line. Conservative activist Candace Owens took a cameraman with her when she knocked on Collier's front door asking to speak with her this past weekend, and Collier took the social media to well that Owens was harassing her. She was demanding that I come outside. That's what she tell her Instagram followers. It's really unacceptable, dangerous when Candace Owens, another black woman who is actually working as a part of the right-wing agenda, comes out my house, come outside my house with cameras. Koya is one of the three Black Lives Matter founders, the other two women who who also resigned and shit like that. So at the end of the fucking day, this bitch admits that she didn't use that shit for none of that motherfucking shit. She said she was using it for, you know, I don't think y'all ever met a nigga that's uh, actually going to tell you what they did with the money righteously. And if you got the, you know, niggas is niggas, it's just niggas, I tell you. So Black Lives Matter is a goddamn double speak, baby. That's a goddamn Black Lives Matter is a double speak boot. Um, um, I'm gonna pull up some double speak. I'm gonna pull up a video that do um, see if we can grab some double speak. Uh, let me see. Double speak. Double speak. One word, right? Double speak. What is double speak? Let's see if this helps us right here. How to lie without lying. I'm going to chronologically break down yesterday's uh, officer involved shooting. The job of the Department of Defense is to keep America safe from our enemies. It is not gain of function. The, let me talk. Okay, this is a montage. So you got, 
All right, so I guess we're going to miss it real quick if we don't pay attention to double speak. These are five examples. The one that's speaking now is Joe Montoya, DPD Division Chief of Investigators. I hear what he said. I'm going to break down yesterday's uh, officer-involved shooting. What did he say? Officer-involved shooting. I guess that was the double speak. You see it? Officer-involved shooting. You got it, meaning the officer is the one that did the shooting. The job of the Department of Defense is to keep America safe from our enemies. The job of the Department of Defense is to keep America safe from our enemies. <laughs> That's devil speech. I don't know why, but if this is a clip of all the devil speech, then this got to be it. Okay? It is not. This is Dr. Fauci right here coming up after this black man. America safe from our enemies. It is not gain of function. The what the fuck did he say? Let me take it back. It is not gain of function. That's double speak. Gain of function. The Burmese army has committed this act of ethnic cleansing against the Rohingya. We believe it. I guess ethnic cleansing is the double speak. Uh, I don't know who this guy is. We believe extraordinary rendition is absolutely unacceptable. Extraordinary rendition is absolutely unacceptable. Devil speak is deliberately euphemistic, ambiguous, or obscure language. Stop hmm. using that. Some of that needs its own explanation. Euphemistic means making something unpleasant more acceptable. Ambiguous means it can have more than one meaning and obscure. Okay, so euphemism is making something unpleasant acceptable. And we know what that is, right? Turning babies into opposite sex of what it is. So they use the word, what my daughter be using on my ass? Fuck. Um... Fuck, I can't even think right now. Can't even tell you that bullshit that bitch be saying in my motherfucking ass. It's difficult to understand. One meaning, and obscure means unpleasant, more acceptable. Ambiguous means it can have more than one meaning, and obscure means difficult to understand. Although the word doublespeak was never actually used by George Orwell, it was inspired by the two terms doublethink and newspeak in his classic dystopian novel 1984. Doublethink involves believing two opposing ideas at the same time, like the slogan, War is peace. Freedom is slavery. As a matter of fact, one of, the, uh, one of these chicks came out about abortions and said that uh, making women... Not get abortion is slavery. Some shit like that, she said. You know what I'm saying? Like forcing them to have, no, forcing them to have a child they don't want is slavery. Some shit like that. And that is slavery. But that wasn't double speak. But let go. Says <laughs> at the same time, like these slogans from 1984, war is peace and freedom is slavery. Newspeak is a simplified and restricted form of English designed to limit thought and expression. Doublespeak is often used by people in power to conceal injustices, avoid accountability, and minimize pushback. It distorts and undermines meaning instead of conveying it. Doublespeak is all around us every day in many fields such as academia, advertising, government, law, marketing, military, police, and science. Here are five examples of doublespeak. Officer-involved shooting. 
officer-involved shooting is police double-speak for police shot a person. It's an ambiguous way to describe police violence without assigning blame. Here, grammar is used to create doubt and confusion. It's hard to determine a responsible party when an action verb is absent. Officer-involved shooting is a noun phrase that contains no verb. So the listener or reader is left with questions like, did a gun go off by accident? Did someone shoot a police officer? Did a civilian shoot a civilian while a police officer was nearby? English usually uses the subject-verb-object format in sentences, so we know who did the action and who received the action. When clear English, like police shoot a person, is used, we know that police are the subject or the doers of the action, and a person is the object, the recipient of the action. Here, it's clear that the police did the shooting and they were the cause of the injury or death. With officer-involved shooting, you can't tell who the subject is. In fact, the term hinders the reader or listener's ability to make a direct causal connection to the harm done. There was a shooting, the police were involved, and often someone died. But the relationship among these concepts is fuzzy. It describes an event alongside the person who did it without connecting the two. Department of Defense. Department of Defense is military doublespeak for Department of War. In fact, from 1789 to 1947, the name of the agency in charge of the U.S. military was War Department. In 1947, it changed to National Military Establishment. Then in 1949, it became what we now know as the euphemistic and ambiguous Department of Defense. While estimates of the number of U.S. military bases around the world vary, they always show that the U.S. has significantly more than any other country. It's also been at war almost continuously since it was founded. That's it. And Zena gave us a little bit of that double speak. Um, good effort. Words like that. Alternative facts. Ill-advised, a bit shaky, person of interest, truth challenge, <laughs> double speak phrases. Yeah, yeah, man. We just, why I don't let them? I only let them get in my motherfucking ears, Zena. They start talking, motherfucker. I do not play them bitches. I like yo, y'all are liars. I'm not listening to none of that bullshit y'all saying. You sleeping, you putting the public to sleep, but you can't put me to sleep, baby. Them motherfuckers is treacherous. So look, for the first hour, man, I'm telling y'all, the first hour, I'm um, what I'm gonna do? Yeah, first hour of the show, I'm gonna play 1984. Yep, I'm playing 1984 for y'all. Uh, George Orwell is Don Nicolion reading and. And a um, whole bunch of niggas on the air, on the show. I hope it's entertaining and informative. Okay. And check this shit out, though. Um, damn, how am going to play this? Ah, shit. All right, wait. Let me post this on Facebook first, and then I should be able to. And check this out because they, and like newbie said, Roe versus Wade and shit. So now they targeting um, black women because black women got to get their ass out and vote. You feel me? Black women got to get their ass out and vote. They came out with an article for black women about black women, 
And, um, you know, of course, they are deceived as much as anybody else on this planet with deception of the females here. They can't get us. We don't fall for no hoe-ass shit. So, but um, the other black women that fall for their other YouTube-ass hoe-ass shit, they coming after them because they need their goddamn vote. Retarded bitches. Stupid hoes. Um, so, anytime somebody mention black women, this bitch say, okay, huh, what? Oh, you ask what you want? Okay, I'll do it. All right? So, um... So let me uh, let me get this together for y'all. Uh, the abortion, this is MSN, so you know it's political, right? So now they're saying that the abortion industry preys on black women. You got it? Oh, yes. This should really get your attention. Let me, let me hit play. Fox News alert, Catholic churches are bracing for protests over a possible Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. This Mother's Day, we're speaking with survivors of abortion. We're now mothers themselves. We're joined now by Amy Miles, a mother of two, from the Abortion Survivors Network, mother of three, Denisha Workheiser, and mother of two, Robin Sertel. Um, welcome to all three of you. We're so glad you're here to celebrate Mother's Day. Um, let me start with you, Amy. Tell me, what does it feel like to be a survivor of an abortion in the midst of all this controversy? It's it's uh, overwhelming right now to be a survivor of something that, um, you know, you hear in the mass media that they support uh, pro-choice wealth. Um, I, I have to wonder, as, as an uh, adult woman uh, living with... They're calling policy, themselves abortion survivors? Where were my rights in the womb? It's, it's overwhelming. Yeah, I can only imagine. Robin, um, this issue has been demagogued. See, and there are a lot of euphemisms that are used for abortion in order to mask what really happens. They say it's just a fetus, it's a choice. They call abortion health care. Um, tell me, as an abortion survivor, what it really is to you. Abortion is an opportunity to mask a lot of, well, things that they don't want to talk about a lot of time. They don't need... They don't want. They don't want to advertise. And here we are, the living proof that abortion is actually the killing of a human being. Yeah, Denisha, um, what are your thoughts today as we see this issue explode in America? And as so many people, um, I think are, there may be even a woman right now watching this who is contemplating it. What would you say to that person? Oh, if you are facing unplanned pregnancy right now, I would say I hope that our stories bring you hope um, as we've survived those procedures, that I hope that our stories would bring hope and that, you you know that our story was reclaimed, that yours and your child can be reclaimed too, that it doesn't have to end in abortion. Amy, how did you find out that you were an abortion survivor? Um, I was told a couple of years ago by my uh, adoptive parents that I survived an abortion procedure at about 28 weeks. And how old were you when that when that happened? I was 36 years old. Years old. Robin, your experience in terms of finding out? Sure. I was nine years old when I found out 
I was in the hospital oh, and I was oh, shit. all the time. Oh, that can't goddamn so all I hell, damn near all of us goddamn abortion survivors. I know my babies are abortion survivors, goddamn shit. If that's a goddamn case, you dodged the abortion, goddamn shit. The fuck? Just about everybody walking and talking right now is an abortion survivor. The fuck? You know damn well that bitch thought about killing your monkey ass. The fuck is this shit? Like, I ain't having this motherfucker. Only one that I know that I did not have, I, it was only two, and that was Warrior and, uh, I'm sorry, that was Tierra and Sananda. But because I wanted Tierra, I literally said I want a baby here, none of me. And with Sananda, abortion never crossed my goddamn mind. But the mother two motherfuckers at an end, Warrior, motherfucker, you got shit. They are abortion survivors, <laughs> but my my first two is not. So y'all might want to ask y'all mama and everybody, you know, are you an abortion survivor? Did abortion cross your mind? And if they say yes, you're an abortion survivor. Ain't you mad now? Don't you want off this bitch? You still want to live another day now, motherfucker? <laughs> God damn it. I had my baby tell me that wasn't an abortion survivor. I wish you would have aborted me. Or never had me. And I wanted that one. You know what I'm saying? So, God damn, abortion survivors. God damn. <laughs> the said, this some bullshit. Let me read what um, the article say about black women before we get into these goddamn delusional white bitches talking on this dumbass article. I, it's in, y'all can find that abortion industry preys on black Got it? While we wait the court's final ruling, it is worth noting that Justice Alito wrote, wrote in the draft, let me block their call, wrote in the draft opinion that some supporters of abortion have been motivated by a desire to suppress the size of the African-American population. He went on to write, it is beyond dispute that Roe has had that demographic effect. A highly disproportionate percentage of aborted fetuses are black. What Justice Alito spotlighted in his draft opinion is the dirty secret of the abortion industry. Their officially sanctioned regime of murder is especially effective snuffing out the lives of black and brown babies. Being a big abortion led by Planned Parenthood puts profit over principle and lies over life. I wish I wish that shit was true. I just want to tell you, that, y'all know that shit ain't true. That bullshit black men and black bitches be, be saying that same shit I just read. That is not true. I won't tell y'all that. Y'all believe that bullshit if you want to. That is not true. Goddamn abortions killing clinic sit by their goddamn self somewhere, and we have to find one, okay? Trust me, I'm from the hood. We have to find an abortion goddamn clinic. I'll never forget, my mama had to look through the yellow pages. It ain't like the bitch knew where it was because we lived in the hood. 
So this bitch was like, God damn, I gotta lift, I gotta look through the yellow pages and find one. Cause this, so how the fuck is it uh, 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 targeting black women when we got the, we got to go through the goddamn? Bitch, I had to fucking for my daughter, motherfucker. I had to Google one. I had to Google one. God damn it, I had to find a few. You understand? I had to find a few of them bitches. Like, it was hard to find one. Where you going to find one at? How the fuck is it? Boo. Did you mention about them putting tampons in the boys' restroom in Oregon? Hell no, I ain't mentioned no goddamn shit like that, boo. Should I? Should I? Should I? Anyway, I wish that, I wish abortion clinics was goddamn like liquor stores in the black neighborhood. That way it'd be easy to find them bitches. That shit hard. Then you got to go out your way. Goddamn it. Motherfucker, I had to catch three goddamn buses to get to a goddamn abortion clinic. You understand? I don't understand what the fuck they're talking about. When that time y'all seen one in the hood? Y'all don't live in the hood no more. Y'all niggas bougie now. Okay, fine. Let's keep going. Um, <sighs> they officially sanctioned regime, Planned Parenthood, and blah, blah, blah. And Brian said, I know nothing of hoodness. Wish I did, though. Well, I'll tell you one thing, motherfucker. You won't find an abortion clinic nowhere around. You'll find liquor stores, shopping areas, and fast food. I, I tell you, we don't know where one at. We don't even remember the name of it. They don't even have a name on the building and shit, baby. Gun stores, that's what you see, pawn shops and shit like that, man. That right. Check cash and spots, man. Um, so anyway, Supreme Court's majority vote to overturn Roe. Wait a minute. Consider, here we go, most abortion clinics are within walking distance of minority neighborhoods. That is a goddamn lie. That is a motherfucking lie, bitch. I had to drive 25 minutes. And it's hidden. You know that's a goddamn lie. The fuck I ain't even seen one. Where the fuck I'm at now? Where the fuck they hiding at? They are lying. But watch this dumbass black bitches and black niggas be believing this lie. They're right. Nigga, where the abortion clinic at in your neighborhood, nigga? Well, well, ain't nobody can walk to that bitch. You got to find a ride, take seven buses and a goddamn train to get that shit done. <laughs> that shit out there, baby. In America, what it say, most abortion clinics are within walking distance of minority neighborhoods. More than 33% of all abortions in America are done to black babies, even though black Americans only comprise 12% of the overall population. Really? 12%? Y'all niggas make up 12% of the overall population. Y'all make up 12%. Niggas make up twelve percent of the overall population. Please hear me. Y'all make up twelve. Then who the one? Who 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 Twelve percent. Get the fuck. Every single year since nineteen seventy three, over four hundred thousand. Since nineteen seventy three, y'all over four hundred thousand black babies. I'm born in 76, so that got to be, when I'm 46, so that got to be, what, damn near 50 fucking years ago? So starting from 1973 to 2022, only 400,000 black babies were aborted. That's what they're saying. 
That ain't bad then, is it? Um, just 400,000 goddamn babies in, in 50 years, motherfucker. That's a pretty good damn number. Black babies have been exterminated by the abortion industry. That's more than 19 million boys and girls. And Planned Parenthood has received billions in taxpayers' dollars from Democrats who control Congress and the White House. If you wonder how we get here, just look at Planned Parenthood founder Margaret Sanger and one of the early leading proponents of eugenics. Sanger said, we don't want the word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. She hoped for the elimination and eventual extinction of defective stock, meaning those human weeds which threatened the blossoming of the finest flowers of American civilization. <laughs> human weeds, y'all. For Sanger... A liberal white supremacist, her arrogance was surpassed only by her malice. She believed white people were somehow genetically superior to all other humans. Today, liberal Democrats like Vice President Kamala Harris, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi carry on Sanger's dirty work, boasting about their support for abortion anytime, anywhere. Planned Parenthood silent on how it oh, Today, abortion, abortion Inc. is a multi-billion dollar industry aimed at preying on vulnerable young women, especially young black women, because that was always the plan. How the fuck that happened? I'm with a black man, young black bitch with a black man. Who the fuck praying on me? Abortion Inc. is preying on me or the black man to get me pregnant. The black man is preying on me, man. I'm a young black woman, the black man praying on me. He made me open my leg because he told me he wasn't going to wait. It's other bitches that can get this dick. <laughs> so he fucks me and I get pregnant as a young black woman. Don't want the goddamn baby. What should I do? Oh. Let's call Abortion Inc. Since they prey on me all the time. Every time I walk out the door, Abortion Inc. is right there. Are you pregnant yet? No. Well, let me know when you get pregnant. Here's my card. Call Abortion Inc. <laughs> my God, damn, I already got your card. You gave me a card every goddamn day I stepped out the damn house. I ain't pregnant yet, motherfucker, but you know I'm going to call you, boo. You know I'm going to call you Abortion Inc. Since you're praying on me like this old fuck-ass nigga. The morning after pill. Bitches don't get pregnant by themselves. Nobody knows you're pregnant but you. Now you got to figure out what you're going to do. How is this praying on black women, man? You really? God damn, you fucking rejects. Anyway... This is why it is so outrageous to me that abortion party in America, the radical left, dares to claim they, are, they care about racial equality. As I have plainly said, don't tell me that black lives matter until baby, black babies' lives matter too. In 2009, Hillary Clinton accepted the Margaret Sanger Award from Planned Parenthood and said in her acceptance speech, I am really in awe of her 
and there are a lot of lessons we can learn from her life. A few years later, I was proud to help Donald Trump beat Clinton as he became the most pro-life president in U.S. history. Who the fuck wrote this goddamn dumbass article? They're not telling us who wrote the article. Let me scroll all the way down. Oh, whoever the fuck wrote this article, name is not disclosed. I'm on MSN, though. All right, Harris, Kamala Harris, America's first black vice president, is beholden to big abortion. As Attorney General of California, she urged supporters to stand with Planned Parenthood and even prosecuted pro-life journalists whose investigative videos documented Planned Parenthood's illegal harvesting and sale of baby body parts. And my Internet is tripping. Now, swearing to protect late-term abortion on demand is a litmus test for every Democratic presidential candidate. Swearing to protect late-term abortion on demand is a litmus test for every Democratic presidential candidate. The bottom line here, the same race hustling, mostly rich and white Democrat politicians who have been telling black Americans for 50 years that all conservatives hate them, the same politicians who rail about the supposed structural racism of America, proudly support an organization that is single-handedly responsible for the deaths of more black people than the Ku Klux Klan. The same left-wing agitators demanding racial reparation in America are fine with giving Planned Parenthood billions in federal giveaways so they can continue ripping black babies out of their mother's wombs. Really? That's what they're doing? The Supreme Court may be on the verge of overturning a decision that has been devastating to black babies. Really? Black babies devastated. I welcome that day, and I'm not afraid to tell the truth. Don't tell us black lives matter until black babies' lives matter. Uh, Look here, bitch, whoever wrote this dumbass fucking article. From my understanding, it's black people that are the founders of black lives matter saying black lives matter. So I think you got your little goddamn conversation and who said black lives matter, goddamn, but it was niggas. They said Black Lives Matter, and it had nothing to do with uh, abortions. It had something to do with one nigga getting shot by a goddamn cop or killed by a cop. Grown-ass nigga, sorry-ass motherfucker, a piece of shit-ass nigga who beat pregnant women, who beat them. The fuck are they talking about? The fuck are they talking about around there, bitch? Like they forget how that shit got started. The politicians didn't have a hand in that shit. Other day, look, man, forcing a bitch to keep a child that she don't want is slavery. But you know what? I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to get the fuck out of here. I want y'all to listen to me closer. I'm going to say this. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The war is on women. Women should not be on their backs anymore because either way, 
you're a murderer. Either way, it's going to be your goddamn fault and not this man that got you pregnant. Either way, that's all I'm saying. They should not give Nan Mel the opportunity to supplant themselves inside her. That's Don Nicole Young. That shit needs to stop because the law is against you, chick. It's not against the man. Rape is against you, and it's not against the male. Did y'all know that shit? They got laws that protect man in certain states right now. If he's in you and you tell him to get the fuck up out of you, he can pin you down and finish his business, and you cannot file a police report and say rape. So it's not safe for no female to be around males, period. I don't give a fuck. It's not safe for no children to be around males, period. Yep, I said it. As a matter of fact, um, Zena. I did see that California passed the bill. It dropped to 11. I saw it. I got the name of the bill, too, Zena. Yeah, I can't remember it now, though. I don't know where I saw it at, but I got the name. I must have posted. Where the fuck did I see it at? But listen, Zena, they did. They dropped it, girl, to 11 years old. Come on, man. You should not... You, man, ain't yo, this shit here, then, look, look, a bitch should not give, should have babies for nan motherfucker, not even the nigga that want her to, and not the fucking government, because they're going to want to fuck your child at the end of the day. Don't give them the pleasure. Let all this shit die. If you ain't, you ain't got no public school, if you ain't got no babies being born, going into that shit, being indoctrinated by LGBT sick ass, and being fucked by somebody in California and the baby 11 years to fuck old and shit is getting sick. I wouldn't give these motherfuckers the satisfaction. If no children are being born, motherfucker, these motherfuckers have to sit in the house and, and, and get on a, a, and get into the virtual reality, the metafucking person, stay they dumbass in that bitch, and to be out here mind-fucking these goddamn babies and, and causing trauma to them and shit. In the school system, in the streets, in the parks, any goddamn where babies need to disappear. They need to disappear. Shouldn't be none. Shouldn't give these son of a bitches the satisfaction. Shouldn't give a man the son the satisfaction of wanting to abuse a fucking child that he thinks is his. Shouldn't give nobody a goddamn satisfaction. I'm telling you. I'm big on that shit. I hate man. I hate everything about that son of a bitch. And I would never give this motherfucker satisfaction ever again to give him any guy. I hate that devil man. I hate that white man. I hate that Jew man. I hate that black ass man and that Chinese mother. I wouldn't give you shit, bitch. I wouldn't give you another slave so you can print out a birth certificate and then dictate to me if I'm right or wrong and then still kidnap the baby from me. I wouldn't give you shit. You sick fucks. You're making laws where you can justify fucking kids, you're making that legal, you're, you're real. I wouldn't, get, I wouldn't give them fuck. I wouldn't give them no satisfaction. You hear me? You ain't getting shit from me. You ain't getting nothing. But see, these goddamn hoes so goddamn stupid, already full of seminal chemical fucking fluid. You know what I'm saying? Think this is a fucking beautiful goddamn day and shit. This bitch in La La Land, she need to wake the fuck up. 
and click clack lock this shit up so man won't have nothing but a booty to fuck. And that's about as far as it goddamn go. Shit, I'm going to get man fucking, I'm going to get this nigga satisfaction to prey on the young ever again. We need to stop having them bitches. Stop fucking goddamn men. Stop getting fucked by them motherfuckers because this shit here is getting worse. It's not going to get better. It's not. And they lie when they say it's about the children. They lie. They lie, they lie, they lie. And these dumbass bitches are spokesperson for this sick demonic, diabolical, fucking white man, black man, and Jew man. This stupid bitch. All races are fucking stupid bitches. The spokesperson for this sick, conniving, abomination, diabolical piece of shit. I hate, I'm telling you, this, that, that's that shit. That's that shit. Now you got them getting your babies whacked the fuck out to be a bitch because they said so. You accepting this sick, this sick, sick shit? I just, I can't, I can't understand it. I can't. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give, I wouldn't give man, man the satisfaction. I wouldn't even give God the satisfaction. You bring your bitch ass down here telling me I'm chosen, bitch, nigga. I done seen what you did to the baby, to the bitch's children that was chosen to come out some bitch pussy. I already seen what you did to them motherfuckers. You about as sick as the motherfucker that created your goddamn ass. And tell God I said it. Diabolical, sick motherfucker. The imagination of man, imagination is wicked continuous. That's why that motherfucker created that dumbass, sick, diabolical God creature. We know what you do with the children, bitch. Know what you do. Know exactly what you do. You beat them, you torture them, you cause them trauma, and you make the bitch choose between you and the goddamn baby, you motherfucker. You're a sick son of a bitch, and you take kids, and you put them in a goddamn pet smart for other motherfuckers to buy them and shit. You don't follow up on them, though. You don't follow up on them foster care-ass motherfuckers that done kidnapped the stolen goods and shit. You don't follow up on the adoption motherfucking parents, but you keep your eyes on the real mother, goddamn. Give me a reason to take this motherfucker so I can make money off this bitch. You tell me what the fuck worse. You mean to tell me the abortion make a billion dollars? Well, how much your government makes off of each child around the fucking world? Look at this shit. Let fucking Bill Gates bring his sick ass putting drops and pregnant, ba- pregnant bitches' mouths don't know what the fuck it is. The baby come out looking like spiders and shit. Big black skin ass roaches crawling on their belly. And they don't fucking say nothing. This is what the fuck they want. The fuck is this? This that shit. This that shit. You drug them up. As soon as they hit goddamn pre-K, head start my ass. You drug them up. You got a fucking drugstore right in the goddamn elementary school, you sick son of a bitch. You got a psychiatrist right there waiting on them because you done sick they fucking mind the fuck out. Just come on, are y'all really fucking serious? You niggas pro-fucking-life? Get the fuck out of here. That's death. You bring them motherfuckers in this bitch, they are goddamn, they listen. This ain't the day and time, motherfucker. The iniquities of the Amorites is not yet fulfilled. I wouldn't give it to them. 
Yeah, I would stay making up 12% of your population, bitch. I wouldn't bring another nigga God in this motherfucker for you to, goddammit, demean, lessen, and then and then tell me I'm putting my child's life in danger because I'm protecting it from your establishment, from your diabolical government and shit. No, I'm putting the child's life in danger, motherfucker. You don't put drugs in milk and called it baby formula, you sick motherfucker. Don't want the bitch to breastfeed. Want the baby already strung out on fucking estrogen, drug powdered formula and shit. Are you fucking kidding me? Because the jealous-ass daddy want to feed the baby and the dumb-ass, non-pussy-working-ass grandmama want to feed the goddamn baby. So they buy that motherfucker, too, and shit. It's just fucking sick. Soon as the motherfucker comes, while the motherfucker in the womb is, tra- is traumatized. Ain't no way in fucking hell. Nigga. If it's innocent, kill it before it get devoured, motherfucker. That's what the fuck I say. Because this shit here is awful. Look at your teeth. Look at your teeth. How long you had your goddamn teeth? Now you need a fucking dentist. The fuck you think they doing to the babies? I went into a goddamn daycare for the first time in a long time, about 10, 15, 20, 30 years of goddamn go. These babies had goddamn silver caps on their goddamn teeth because the white man done poisoned the little goddamn nigga babies. Got this silver cap. What the fuck? It's all it's poison all in your neighborhood. You gonna feed the shit to you. They hate you, goddammit. Get it in your you hate them, don't give them the pleasure of giving them nothing to mind fucking the goddamn destroy. Gotta hate them motherfuckers. I, when I hate you, you don't get shit from me. You hear me? But see these motherfuckers don't understand this is principalities of darkness. You got to hate these motherfuckers. You don't line up with a mask on and shit to fucking vote for one of them diabolical son of a bitches. You don't even line up and put your babies in them sick-ass fucking institutions they got set up for them motherfuckers. You got to hate these motherfuckers, man. I'm, try- I'm trying to tell you. God damn, that's the problem. I want a baby. I want a baby. I need to have a baby. What the bitch, do you understand the way of the fucking world today and you want this shit? One thing about a nigga, they'll fuck through doing the, they'll fuck at, well, the KKK burning the cross in the front of they fucking yard and shit. You know how I many babies, goddamn, they done killed and shit? You in the goddamn room fucking, and the KKK got a goddamn whole bedroom, all bedroom sheets on and shit, burning your fucking cross in your fucking yard and shit. The fuck, this makes no, like, there ain't nothing changed around this motherfucker. They done took the goddamn outfit off. The fuck? Come on. They after your fucking children. You got a dirty, conniving-ass, lazy-ass nigga after the fucking baby. What the fuck you think a brilliant devil is after? And you get tricked by a low-life-ass nigga. <laughs> well, and you get tricked by a goddamn diabolical motherfucking entity. The devil, too, goddamn, getting tricked out of all this goddamn shit. It's ridiculous. No fucking way. No fucking way. No fucking way I do this shit. No fucking way. No, I'm telling you, I don't understand this shit. I don't understand this shit. What else a step ahead, boo? I don't get this shit. Goddamn, they need to target, motherfucker. But we know they ain't. But ain't no way in hell I would. You see how they point fingers at 
somebody else the bad guy like they ain't the bad guy. Democrats point the finger at Republicans. Republicans point the finger at Democrats. And you just sitting there confused like a motherfucker. Forgetting the fact that, God damn it, the whole world ran by these son of a bitches is diabolical. They done fucked up everywhere a nigga thrive at, motherfucker. You hear me? They don't give a fuck. Y'all remember that church bombing about them little black-ass kids? But you had them and they killed them. Goddamn fucking doing goddamn racism. That shit gonna stay here. Fucking doing goddamn eugenics. That shit gonna stay here. Fucking doing poison all in your neighborhood. That shit gonna stay here. Just been fucking. Just been fucking and, and dropping them motherfuckers out the pussy and shit. And don't give no fuck because they know black people don't give a fuck about their damn children. So goddamn it, pro-life they ass. Because they don't give a fuck about their fuck. Because if they gave a fuck about their children, they wouldn't be quick to motherfucking have them in their institution. They wouldn't be quick to have that damn light shining inside their belly, blinding the shit out of the goddamn nigga baby inside the, in the dog. They wouldn't if they really cared to keep that motherfucker away from these sick fucks. But they know black people don't love their fucking kids. God damn it. They know that shit. They know that. That's why all that shit there. They know that. You know black people ain't, black children ain't got no playground. Because black people don't give a fuck about their goddamn children. That's why they ain't got no goddamn, go, go to a goddamn nigga neighborhood and ask them where the playground at. Girl, that shit look like. Uh, the color, the white kids had it 30, 60 years ago. It ain't never been fixed up after that. Black people don't give a fuck about their goddamn children. They know that. Goddamn, they know that shit. That's why they can do any and every goddamn thing to the motherfuckers. You hear me? Feeding them some powdered goddamn milk. Drug milk and all that fucking shit. Put them in front of a goddamn faggot-ass monster to entertain their ass on the public broadcast station and shit. They don't want to teach them. They don't want to teach their own goddamn children. Demanding that they open the schools back up. Can't stand they fucking kids. This is ridiculous. The fuck you have them for? You should have avoided every last one of them motherfuckers. You weren't going to goddamn do a goddamn thing for them. Soon they had a baby, they dropped them motherfuckers off some goddamn well. And they say, we done lost another generation. Nigga, they here. Do the pro-choice, bitch. We ain't lose nothing. Them zombie, ugly-ass babies still walking around this bitch getting mind fucked. You ain't lost shit. You know exactly what dumb-ass nigga child at. <laughs> we ain't lost no generation. It'll be good if we did. It'll be good if we aborted. I tell you that much. And stop giving man the pleasure to goddamn multiply with that son of a sick fuck. Let them fuck each other. Let man fuck each other and get each other pregnant. Let them grow one of them motherfuckers in an incubator some goddamn well. But the war is on your goddamn dumb ass. The war is on black women. 
And that bitch so stupid, she can't even see it. She all up waiting on the next goddamn Kevin Samuel to groom her ass and pep her for some goddamn bitch nigga that ain't going to do nothing but go to the bathroom on the bitch and shrink her ass, and she got to make a decision. You are, is it you, your child or me, bitch? All this old hoe-ass goddamn stupid-ass shit. So she got to look the other way, like the bitches of 1950s and 40s and 60s and 70s and shit. I've never seen a goddamn full goddamn talk show of black mothers discussing motherhood. I see bitches on the couch discussing how they were so fucked up and couldn't cope after a goddamn divorce from a nigga that came from another bitch placenta sack. You won't find that shit. You won't find that. You won't find black bitches giving out motherly tips and shit. These black bitches give out sex tips, how to how to let them fuck you right, what you need and shit. I done watched it all on them goddamn reality shows. Ain't nothing about goddamn talking about how to raise these babies and shit. It's how to satisfy that fucking sorry-ass nigga. Get your pussy plumped and shit. Put the goddamn battery in the pussy and shit. Go get the pussy to be rejuvenated with goddamn laser technology and shit. Steam pussy. All types of shit. This what they want. This, this, this what they want y'all to vibrate on. So why the fuck should I be a mama then? I'll kill the baby if I'm just need to satisfy this nigga. Since this is what this shit is all about satisfying fucking men and shit, then I might as well abort the nigga and get the pussy rejuvenated, motherfucker. And then you know they take the skin out the pussy to make it tighter and shit. All this wild ass shit. It's fucking wild. 